0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're obviously doing Top Gun Maverick today. Very excited about that. Last week was Top Gun. Amazing movie. <laughs> so excited about it. I bet music is playing still right now. It's amazing because that Could soundtrack be. and the new soundtrack are both great. But mm-hmm. I thought, as a good opener today, you know, when you watch those movies, You know, like we said last week, and it was really weird in Top Gun Maverick that uh, his new love interest calls him Pete a few times. Because, like, in the first Mm -hmm. one, it's like you literally forget his name's Pete. And it sounds weird to even call him that. His name's Mm -hmm. Maverick, right? We all have these awesome call signs. So, uh, I figured today we should have call signs. uh, And we can do do our best to remember them and call each other that on the show if Mm -hmm. we ever have to uh, refer to each other on here. But uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for this. I, I asked you about this. Uh, like a few days ago. All like right yesterday, I guess uh, yeah. I want to let you know like hey I'm thinking about this so we had some good call signs came up with our own and then I went to research today And they were like you don't make up your own people around you get you the other the fellow recruits give you a call sign Which also kind of makes more sense now that I know all of the names from the different ones uh, and speaking mm-hmm. of I wanted to kind of lay those out what we got from Top Gun obviously we got Maverick, Goose, Iceman but then the other ones, the little, little known ones, Viper, Cougar, Jester, Wolfman, Sundown, Slider, Hollywood, and Warlock. That's a good one. Wow. They I have know. a, wait, they have a Wolfman? Wolfman, apparently. I don't remember that, but it was on the <laughs> list, so I'm going with Is it. Is this a,
1: the mm-hmm. same Wolfman that's in Star Wars? Just hanging out at the cantina?
0: Yes. But <laughs> yeah. he had a dream, and he got off that planet, and he's mm-hmm. flying for the American Navy. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm imagining
1: a scenario where he like takes off at night, you know, Mm -hmm. he's flying and then there's like
0: clouds that part and (laughs) he gets hit by the rays of
1: the full moon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. You know, I almost watched the other day. There's that uh, like werewolf Nazi movie. Uh, God, I can't remember what it's called right now it was like a, a bad robot movie Like like Cloverfield mm. kind of thing Yeah. Uh, but I almost watched it the other day But it's like I love the idea of like werewolves with the military But you never think about them flying planes Like they have to have a job They only have one day that they turn into a werewolf So it makes sense that You know They would have uh, skills like anybody else Werewolves of the Third Reich I don't know if that's what I
1: was thinking of. Is that not it? <laughs> I, I typed in werewolf Nazi movie, and that's
0: what came up. God damn it! No, it's uh, fuck, uh, werewolf Nazi movie. It's um, this is gonna drive me crazy. That is obviously that sounds like uh, you know, how could I, how could I not? It's it's got um, uh, Iron Wolf? Nope. Fuck. <laughs> now that I'm, I cannot think of it. She Wolf of the SS. Man, that's a, these
1: sound like great movies. Werewolf Woman of the SS. Hmm. Uh, looks like that one was banned in Germany. Uh oh, that sounds good though.
0: Yeah, it wasn't Iron Werewolf. It wasn't Iron Werewolf. It has Wyatt Russell in it. I'm trying to look that up now. See what oh, he was okay. in. Uh it came out just like a few years ago, and I Overlord. Overlord. Did you ever oh. watch that one to the twenty eighteen? I uh, clearly not. No way off with that. <laughs> <The other> <laughs> <ones>. <laughs> it's like I think it's I think it's werewolves. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's uh Nazi experiments, but I think it's werewolves. Um, but yeah, it's like uh it's like a World War Two thing and they go to capture like a Nazi bunker or whatever or town that's like run over by Nazis. But then the Nazis are experimenting with occult things and, and science experiments, whatever. And uh, and it was pretty good. I liked it. I don't know if they got that, like if that many people liked it, but um, it's like violent and cool. And I was thinking about it the other day. All, all to say, oh man, it really took us a while to get there, but all to say, <laughs> werewolves should have jobs. And yes, it might be difficult for them to fly planes, but they should keep out. You know when the moon's going to be full, just don't let them fly that night. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sir, it was it's the one detail we didn't account for, a full moon. <laughs> oh, no.
1: There's <laughs> <laughs> a comic oh, writer named Donnie Cates. I, I can't take credit for this idea, but uh, it's, it's his. But uh, I, ever since he mentioned it uh, on a, a different podcast, it's, it's all I can think about when it comes to werewolves, which is what happens when you send a werewolf to the moon? Because it's always oh. a full moon, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that would be a fun fucking story. I really like that. Like Has he make not make written work.
0: that story? Uh, I don't think Just so. Just his idea no. for it? Yeah, yeah. I would totally yeah. read that. I'm, we're yeah. all about werewolves here, you know? We yeah. talk about oh, them all God. the time, so obviously. obviously. Yeah. Um, all right, so back to the, the call signs, though, with mm-hmm. uh, Wolfman. Um, so Top Gun, Maverick, obviously Maverick's back. Rooster, Hangman, Phoenix, Payback, Fanboy, Bob. Good old Bob. (laughs) Uh, Cyclone, Hammer, and Coyote are like some of the older dudes uh, Mm -hmm. hanging around there. Uh, So these are some of the the call signs out there. Now, I wanted to bring up our own. So um, Um, when I looked this up online, as I said, the the code names are not chosen by themselves. I had a few for myself, I I would probably mention today, but I did have some for you that I chose. So, wow. Okay. I don't know. I think it's uh, for our purposes here, we could agree on one, though, give some options. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not just gonna give you one, <laughs> uh huh. Because you you probably don't want to be called butthole the whole episode. No, I get enough of that at family reunions. There so you go. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. so see, you want to stay away from that one. So uh, my options for Brent for your call mm-hmm. sign. All right. I liked how some of them like obviously goose and rooster. We got those uh, those animals in there, you know. And yeah. I know it's uh, it's not so ferocious, maybe. But when I think mm-hmm. of you. I think of my, my bro, my call sign Otter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's yeah. two jet planes
1: and they're holding hands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah. My bro loves otters. Mm-hmm. When I think of you, I think of otters. And I was like, man, yeah. otter, that'd be a great, great call sign. Mm-hmm. I love that one. So that's my like first the, one.
1: Back of the base that you know how you can like see the radar or whatever. You mm-hmm. can like track the plane or whatever. Uh, somehow they have. A way to tell if the, the plane's upside down or whatever. <laughs> like one of the radar guys. Uh, it's like, oh my God. The, the general or commander, whoever the fuck is in right. charge, is like, what's he doing? And the radar person's like, uh, he's flying upside down and, uh, cracking shells on the <laughs>
0: tummy of the jet. What? It could be your special skill. Yeah, that's right. You're mm-hmm. so skilled that you can mm-hmm. do that. No one else can do that, I bet, mm-hmm. in the world, you know? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So that's my first one, Otter. Okay. My second okay. one is inspired by a name you've already chosen for yourself. But when I also think of you, I think of Rust Bucket. Okay. Right? <laughs> and I yeah. thought uh-huh. DJ Rust Bucket as, yeah. as your moniker is. But uh, mm. I didn't know if that would really look that great on the helmet. Um, mm. I should also mention when I looked this up, there is an official app they released for Top Gun Maverick to choose your call sign. It'll give you oh. one. You do like a quiz, but it also it, you have to uh, it scans your face and mm-hmm. then determines your personality based on that. Somehow you answer a few questions and then you get to pick like a helmet. It's like an AR app. So like it'll you can take pictures with like your helmet and it'll have your call sign on it. But they give mm-hmm. you them. And I thought that was a little lame. I didn't know how how good it could actually be because a lot of them were like mm-hmm. fireball or whatever. Like they just seemed like, I don't know, fireball for you might be kind of good they seem kind of generic some of them you know uh and so i wasn't sure that i thought it'd be better to go personal so um yeah did you have any for yourself you wanted to throw out as options as well we could discuss well you know if if i'm a brown guy flying in the
1: sky i feel like aladdin is gonna be (laughs) like a go-to you know
0: i really like that one fuck that's pretty
1: good uh and then my the other one i came up with for myself Mm -hmm. is uh you know on this show, I feel like you are the leader, and no, I'm, I'm, okay. uh, I'm I'm the the pilot right? Mm, so okay. I'd, I'd be in the back seat. You're my Rio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, oh, from the the Bird movie, right? Yeah. Again, okay. holding I hands, went, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I'd, like if if I'm ever part of a, a a team or group or whatever, I will never put my name first. I just feel weird about. it. I usually try to to Interesting. put it at the end, which okay. is uh, applicable here as well. So. I feel like, you know, just, this is coming in the, the two spot. I feel like I would I would be deuce, deuce. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Plus, plus,
1: you know, my skin is a color of turrets. But, you know, we don't need to get into we, that. You, I, I wouldn't have brought that up. Yeah. I, I can hear the white people listening. To that oh. And be like, oh, he said it. He knows. <laughs> yes, I fucking know.
0: Well, I for I don't know, for my money, I'm thinking either otter or Aladdin. You mm-hmm. really got me with Aladdin, though, when that, when you hit, I didn't expect that. So uh, what do you feel for your, for yourself? Um, I, you know, part of me
1: likes deuce that way. If, uh, mm, if, okay. if something's going wrong and I, I, y- you want to know the status of something, of something, mm-hmm. you can always be like, talk to me, deuce, you know?
0: Oh, wow. So you're almost like goose. That's pretty good. A little bit. Okay. A little bit, yeah. So you want to be then, deuce? You know,
1: and then plus when I, I, uh, have to eject, uh, I'm definitely going to smash my head,
0: uh, <laughs> think we can all agree. <laughs> I mean, it's in your history, so...
1: You know. Yeah, uh, Unfortunately, is true. It, is, it is part of my canon. Man, your head canon. <laughs> <head. laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, that's Amazing. Yeah. All right, so that's Deuce. That's wonderful. Deuce it is, yes. My bro,
0: Deuce, over here. All right. That sounds great, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, what do you got for me, man? So,
1: Steven, uh, you had texted me... Uh, about an hour before we started recording, and uh, you said, Oh, yeah, we, we probably need to pick call signs for each other, mm-hmm. um, like you said. And I said, Yeah, no problem. And Steve and I didn't <laughs> remember that until we started recording. <laughs> Like I was eating, I was finishing a movie. Sure, yada, yada. yeah, it makes sense. So uh, I, I, I didn't have anything some. down. I have some for do myself. You? Okay, though, what, yeah. What, what 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 did you have for yourself? And I'll I'll okay. see how it compares to. I do have a, a couple swirling in my head, but I don't want to see. Well, what that's great. Got.
0: Yeah, you can throw them in yeah. there too. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't think of any for myself actually, and I guess this does kind of work anyway because my wife came up with the first one for me. So uh, she said uh, one of my my previous nicknames in high school was uh, Steve the Beeve, so uh oh. not that full thing but beaver. Beaver and it's oh, also yeah. yeah. I, I chase <laughs> it a lot. I like it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but beaver. You okay. know, for for me. Yeah. So uh yeah. and then it's probably good that you're not otter, although that would be really fun. I think yeah. Uh, I think Brent the Otter and and Steve the Beeb would be a really good comic book, by the way. Just throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. But um, for this, maybe it's better to have Deuce and then an animal, you know, because my other Mm -hmm. option was also an animal. And it's based on my Harry Potter Patronus because I'm a nerd. And uh, that's Hedgehog. What? mm Mm-hmm. That's my my Patronus. So in Harry Potter, I I don't know how well you follow that, Brent, but the Patronus Mm -hmm. is like... Your protector. You can like send it out. You you can send messages to your friends. It, it comes and like gives you peace and helps you in, in situations. Uh it can be like like Harry's is like a stag. It's like this big, beautiful animal. And they can be whatever. But uh mm. I just imagine my little hedgehog running around and it makes me laugh every time I think about it. So yeah. Beaver or hedgehog, that's what I got. Interesting. You know, uh porn
1: star ron jeremy's nickname is the hedgehog
0: i don't like that i saw a picture of him in court the other day and apparently oh. he's a sleazy dude but uh also he what? looks i know <laughs> who would have thunk right back in the who day could have imagined Mm-mm. even in boondock saints when he said those racist jokes oh wait um, yeah i totally blocked that out i guess
1: <laughs> watched it a few years ago yeah um interesting uh but i mean i do like a hedgehog especially when you're in a jet Kind of cool, right? If, if you're going supersonic, mm-hmm. you're fucking Sonic the Hedgehog at that point, you know? Dude, I didn't even think about that.
0: Got to go fast, man. Because you know? in my head, Plus with my you Patronus, like Joey dogs. Y- there you go. See, it's, it mm-hmm. fits in lots of ways. In my head, yeah. my Patronus has always been like a cute little hedgehog, kind of running mm-hmm. around. I never even, never even thought about Sonic to be honest, until just until you just said it. So <laughs> uh, it sounds like even cooler Patronus for me now. But uh, yeah, I also mm-hmm. like to think I'm going supersonic. It's Hedgehog. Yeah. And, uh, and who's tagging along in the back? His friend Deuce. That's right. So Hedgehog and Deuce. <laughs> Hedgehog and Deuce, yeah. <laughs> Let
1: me tell you what, uh, what ones I, I had come oh, up with uh, for you. So uh, like I said, I feel like you're the leader of the show. And uh, the world's greatest leader of all time oh. is, of course, oh, okay. Leonardo the Ninja uh-huh. Turtle. So I was like, Leonardo or maybe Nardo? <laughs> Nardo. <laughs>
0: okay I'm gonna yeah yeah, I don't want to be I don't want to have nardo on my helmet in my head too I like Mm -hmm. how maverick has his it's not one side or it's not like a lot of the new ones they go straight across but on his it's like two it goes like in a diamond up his head or like a a triangle Mm -hmm. rather it's like maverick uh Mm -hmm. so I would like mine to be for that it would be like nard and then O just by itself on the other side (laughs) (laughs) maybe best to avoid so I'm saying yeah, probably. But Hedgehog, uh, like, that would look kind of cool, you know? Oh, that would be What else be you cool. got, though?
1: Oh, and you can just have a little, like, Sonic the Hedgehog on there. Oh, man. Like, who, who's, to, who's to stop you, you know? It's not exactly. for, like, marketing purposes. It's just nope. for fun.
0: No. Yeah, and, yeah. like, even when I'm up in the air, like, people can't even see my helmet, so it's just, like, for the chicks on the ground, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any place you're, like, <laughs> flying by that also has a radio, you're like, uh, come in, I have a Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog. <laughs> on my helmet just saying it's pretty I don't cool. know why you sound like Peter Griffin but uh <laughs> you think this bit but uh but yeah and then uh you're also uh, one to cook you're an excellent mm, chef okay. so, yeah, so um you know something chef related I didn't quite got there yet hmm. um, just like pizza dude <laughs> <laughs> You
0: know what? I think, yeah, you nailed it with Hedgehog. I feel like that's, I like that's it, though, the best way to go. All yeah. right, so Hedgehog um, and Deuce. Man, yeah, what a team. I'm glad Absolutely. for this. I feel like mm-hmm. we're going to take over the world. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess once again, Brent, we got the need the need for speed. We're doing it. I'm Steven. Wait, I'm Brent. I'm Hedgehog. Oh, shit, oh, i Uh it. Deuce. Oh, God. All <laughs> we're right, fucked we'll up already. we're doing it. I'm Hedgehog. I'm Deuce. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Whoo, nailed it. <laughs> uh look uh
1: the last episode was a, a fun one right it was we talked so about good. top gun it's a movie that uh, you and I had both uh, seen as uh, young people mm-hmm. and then rewatched for that episode and then we have veered into territory uh, parts unknown we've neither of us had seen top gun maverick exactly
0: brand so, new to us um
1: you know, as much fun as I had with Top Gun rewatching it and discussing it with you, uh, I, I feel like there was a massive amount of hype for Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, is this going to be overhyped? You know? For sure. How, how will this shake out? And, you know, I'm sure we'll discuss this later on. But I, I do have to point out, like, going back to what you said about Maverick's real name being Pete, mm-hmm. Pete Mitchell, like, I feel like that's kind of on the writers. Oh to yeah. Make his name Pete. You know, like, why make it Pete when it it should have been Richard, and it, he could have been like Mav
0: Richard. And it's like no, 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 Mav Rick. <laughs> wow, okay. I never thought about that that way. Yeah, You're right. Mm-hmm. And sorry to any Pete's yeah. out there. It's not like it's a bad name. It just feels weird for him, and you yeah, know, obviously. It's the-
1: Sometimes uh, actors just don't look like the names that
0: they're given in their movies. You know, I tried to think of it when they did call him that, and, and this uh, she—it's like his love interest calls him that a few times, right, Pete? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking his yeah. name's just Tom. It's not like it's a mm-hmm. one-syllable, simple name, but it's—it's mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, right? Like it's like he's definitely mm-hmm. one of those actors that like you—you like most, you think of them as like their full name, you know, and it never felt like that mm-hmm. weird uh, mm-hmm. or simple or whatever, but. Pete just sounds so simple, and for him, I don't know. It just doesn't fit. Do you, uh, do you, uh, do you think it's weird that uh,
1: in the, in this series, uh, a man named Tom pay, plays a man named Pete, hmm. and then in the modern Spider-Man movies, there's an actor named Tom who plays a character named Pete? Uh,
0: I believe that Top Gun stole that. From from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, actually. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't remember a lot about those movies, but mm-hmm. I know there's some cross-dimensional stuff later on, so I imagine mm-hmm. there's also some time jumpage, you know? And mm-hmm. so I imagine they somehow, you know, went before Top Gun, and that's why they did that. You're right. Wow, those writers stealing yep. stuff left and right. I don't like it. Is it a, a situation
1: where... An actor named Tom gets hired and they're like, well, we've got a we've got a chart. Actor's <laughs> name is Tom. They like drag their finger over. Uh, character's name is Pete.
0: OK. And done. what was the done name done. of your the street you grew up on? Right. OK, <laughs> yeah. well, consult the chart. Got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did find some of those as well for call signs. They had those charts if you want to mm-hmm. look them up. But uh, I again, I wanted to come up with our own. So uh yeah. but good on you deuce all right uh yeah. what do you got going on for us today besides this movie we'll get to it a little bit got some mini topics though what's what's up with you we do uh steven last time i tried a soda beverage
1: mm. on the show indeed the fans went nuts right it's, it's like the the sound of people screaming is still ringing in my ears mm-hmm. it was so well regarded so it's amazing I, I had to do a repeat you know not to mention P- uh, a retom. Sorry, oh, whatever, wow. whatever the whatever the proper name is. I'm sorry. Um, this time I've got a different one, and this is a uh, a lesser known soda, mm. uh, one that I don't typically uh, snag too often. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know what? It literally has a question mark on here. Our podcast has an exclamation point. You know, I, we're, we're about punctuation exactly. here. You know, totally. Uh this is a Fanta Zero Sugar and then a question mark. Huh. It says find clues.
0: Hashtag what the Fanta? Whoa. I, yeah. I yeah. never drink Fanta. I might have had one in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Just by mistake. Throw, <laughs> 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 Throwing it out there though. I don't really know it. I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what like a mystery flavor would be because I don't know mm-hmm. all any of the flavors, you know? Yeah, I know. So I'm I'm so curious what this, this it's is. It's a,
1: a bright, bright blue yep. in color. Again, and keeping theme with the show. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm... It looks kind of uh, like ocean
0: water, like nice ocean water, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, if people are familiar with the fast food restaurant Sonic, uh, there's a drink you can get mm. called Ocean Water, which is Sprite with blue coconut flavoring. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it looks like this. Um, let me let me crack this bad boy open. This is a Coca-Cola product, by this the way. This guy sound so good already. I can tell. Very well could be exactly that mm-hmm. Sonic drink, but we'll see. oh
0: Oh, every time it's just like,
1: oh, it hits you right in the nuts. I love it. It, it just fucking ejected that canopy. Yep. Oh,
0: my gosh. head's about to sail right into it. <laughs> and I mean, it actually looks like clear ocean water, like real ocean water. Oh, wow. Like Goose landed in when he died. Go ahead. What's that? What's, what's it taste like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Drop one of those fucking lime green uh, uh, markers in this. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Uh, it's man, I like this. Oh yeah, lot? now it does have the um, like the zero sugar, like mm. aspartame type. Taste
0: I'm not a big fan of at that. The,
1: the back of it, right? But um, otherwise, man,
0: can you guess really like the flavor? This. That's the mm. purpose, right? That's the question mark. You don't know what flavor it is.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of a bullshitty way for soda companies to be like, ah. Oh, uh we fucked up a bad right, exactly. real real bad. But we have a lot of oh, I don't of know it. what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh throw throw a question mark on it. we we'll have the graphics department throw a label on there. Don't even worry about it. Like honestly, we don't even make this shit anymore. <laughs> I was <laughs> This is just cleaning chemicals. <laughs> Oh, it's fabuloso again. Mm. It's <laughs> yep. got that bright flavor, that bright, that bright color uh, to it. it. It really does. Um, it really does. Uh, I, I like it. I'm so bad at guessing flavors because I'm not a picky eater. I don't really stress about the flavor of things for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have like, maybe like, you know those blue gummy sharks? Yeah. It tastes like a little bit like that, okay. but also maybe that's just like bubblegum-esque flavor mm-hmm. as well. So kind of somewhere in in that range um but overall i like it i'm glad i got it that's not always the case it's not I always think, the you know? case
0: but you're always going to finish it so it's nice whenever it's nice to you oh yes you know? yeah absolutely that's great mm-hmm. man yeah well, yeah. well rocking all right so uh keep drinking that throughout the show let us know if it uh, changes on you you know maybe towards the end <laughs> different flavor <laughs> who knows you don't know yet oh it's corn what? oh man not again <laughs> <laughs> um all right so uh, and keeping with the theme of today, uh, last week, when we were talking about Top Gun, I mentioned that um, I wanted to watch Hot Shots. It had been a long time since I'd seen Hot Shots. And uh, luckily, mm-hmm. I found it streaming. It's on HBO Max here in the States. So, uh, And I believe the sequel is as well. I almost feel like I knew the sequel better, but I, I held off on watching that one. Hot Shots pot, pot, ah, Part deux. Uh Held off on watching that one. That's like a Rambo take. I remember that one. Uh, this one is very much like a, a Top Gun sort of thing, and um, oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I watched it. I mentioned it specifically last week because I I mixed up a specific scene in the movies Top Gun and Hot Shots, where mm. he goes to see Meg Ryan after Goose dies in Top Gun, and I thought he offers her money. And it's because it's in Hot Shots. And I remember that a little bit. And it's so funny because when I saw the scene, when it came up in Hot Shots, I was very excited. But it was I I literally thought it was like inside in a room very similar to the Top Gun. It's not. It's at his at the guy's funeral. And so it's like a completely different setting. My brain really did meld the two scenes in one. (laughs) Uh, And I got it close. I thought it's like uh, Topper uh charlie sheen's character who's like maverick Uh, i thought he gives the wife money and then she's like oh the government gave me a million dollars this will really help uh it's not Mm -hmm. he he sees her at the funeral and he says he has an envelope full of cash and he's like this is this is my entire life savings it's i'm sorry it's it's only twenty five hundred dollars and she's like oh my god i just won two million dollars in the lottery i'm gonna spend this all on hats <laughs> 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 Which I forgotten. So that was yeah. fun. Um, but overall, I wouldn't say it was great, but uh it definitely mm-hmm. did scratch a little nostalgia itch. It had a lot of scenes that I'd forgotten about. Like um mm-hmm. the people in it, i have forgotten. Carrie Elwes is in it. He's kind of the, the ice man oh. And I love Carrie mm-hmm. Elwes. Uh, in that era, he was in like Robin Hood Men in Tights and stuff. He was doing some of those yeah. kinds of spoofs, so it makes sense. Uh, John Cryer is in it, who I didn't realize had oh. been in a movie with Charlie Sheen pre two and a half men. Interesting. So that was interesting. Yeah. And uh, I also wanted to mention, I looked up their call signs as well, because uh, I was just curious to see like, you know, what they call themselves because some of them are mm-hmm. just like whatever, but some of them are really funny. Mm-hmm. Topper is the main guy. There's, there's pirate tug eyewitness, but John Cryer, uh, his character has this like weird tunnel vision thing. These huge bottle, <laughs> like Coke bottle glasses. Uh, his name mm-hmm. is Washout Cause the entire time they're just waiting for him to wash out of the program. So it's like really on the nose. The guy that dies, the goose of it all, his (laughs) I really liked it. His call site is dead meat. And (laughs) the scene where he's going to fly, you know, he's about to die. His wife Mm -hmm. comes to see him all of a sudden on Mm -hmm. the airfield and he's like oh my god this is great and as they're walking he like walks under a ladder on accident and she drops a mirror and breaks it he's like it's okay honey and he's like you know what when i get back we're gonna talk about we're gonna finally buy that house and guess what Mm -hmm. i figured out who killed jfk it's right here in my pocket i'll tell you when i get back he does all these things (laughs) uh before his death uh but i loved his call sign dead meat it was pretty great um but yeah it was uh (laughs) It was directed by Jim Abrahams um, there. I, I learned about there's a, a trio of directors, friends from high school that grew up uh, Zucker, Abrahams and Zucker uh, Zazz, as they are sometimes called. And uh, their first big hit was Airplane. Um, they did a, this movie from the 70s. I like called the Kentucky Fried movie. It's like a weird kind of that some kind of humor, but anthology sort of thing um yep. they did they're like and like they kind of switch off writing and and directing things but they're part of like the naked gun stuff they're part of um hot shots obviously scary movie like four and five um yeah and so they uh they did some different things throughout there but uh i would say it's it's interesting i wouldn't really say it's like it was great to rewatch it but uh it was kind of fun it had some some good jokes here and there um and mainly if you want to watch hot shots you should watch it for uh Valeria Galino, she's the the love interest in that. I don't know if you remember her. Uh, She's an Italian actress. There's a scene that's famous from that movie where uh, she and Topper are gonna have sex and he puts an olive in her belly button and then pops it up into her mouth and uh, oh, it's yeah. weirdly sexy and then she's so hot that he starts cooking an egg and bacon and bacon on her i belly. i remember that i could not remember ranked. what that was from but yeah exactly I it's that. like i'd totally forgotten about it until it happened they start they start doing stuff in front of the fridge and i was like oh my god and it like sparked a memory like an early memory of like this is one of the sexiest things i've ever seen cuz you can see her bra And and he shoots, (laughs) uh, you know, olives out of her belly button into her mouth. So uh, she's she's very attractive um, and she's in the sequel as well. So, uh, yeah. So I liked her. Uh, The movie was okay, but uh, overall, I would just stick to Top Gun, you know, at the end of the day. So, of course, of course, (laughs) Uh, you know, in uh, Top Gun, when
1: Goose dies, the the, the first movie Mm. when Goose dies, like that's a big. Uh, emotional right. point for the movie for for all the characters It really like flips this story on its head at that point right mm-hmm. um it has ramifications for the main character of the movie and, and all this stuff and as an audience we're all like oh no not goose because he's so charming right anthony edwards brings so much to that character and we you know get to know his family and everything totally. and so when he dies we're all like torn up about it i think the only person on earth who was excited to see Goose die was Chesley Sully Solenberger uh, after he, he performed the miracle on the Hudson. Oh, Brent! Like mm-hmm. he's he saved all those people. <laughs> Man, it's only because uh-huh. like a goose fucked up, right. His plane's engine. I didn't
0: realize that was kind so of a sequel,
1: he, in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A spinoff, maybe. You know, of, uh, yeah. Spin off, spin out. You mm-hmm. know, um, spiral down until a spin. <laughs>
0: cloud kicker what are we talking about is this the afternoon talk about good call signs yeah that'd be a good one Mm -hmm. um yeah i feel like uh this these movies have a lot of great actors in them and and i like to to think that tom hanks is one of those actors now so (laughs) yeah exactly he failed top gun (laughs) but he saved those people he inverts Mm -hmm. his flight just Mm -hmm. like they do in this movie he has to go upside down oh yeah Uh uh-huh wow again wow no, I've never
1: seen the movie, mm, but I imagine mm, when mm. it gets to the point where he has to invert the plane, he's like, I have an idea. Hang on. <laughs> and the plane flips.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it either, mm. but I imagine that's in there. You're right. We should probably watch that movie if we're going to keep talking about it, huh? you have time? You know, probably.
1: Yeah, let's okay, look, cool. fucking go for it. Um, you know how when COVID happened, they had... Uh, you know everything shut down mm-hmm. but they would have drive-in theaters showing classic movies or whatever i was just imagining solely going to a drive-in watching top gun and then when when goose dies he's the only one that like hops <laughs> out of the car and screams yeah fuck you goose <laughs> you know just so just so wired from his own trauma y- yeah they just like hate any type of good kind of, i mean
0: you ever met a goose not my, yeah. Not my they're favorite. not great. Yeah, honestly, yeah. They're kind you of know. dicks. A lot of attitude. You yeah, know? exactly. So I mean, mm-hmm. but that's the thing because Goose, our Goose, was so mm-hmm. charming, you know. Yeah. So you know he should have ducked. Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was great. Yep. Correct. Um. All right. What else do you got today? Uh, so after we recorded the last episode, just like an hour later, my wife and I met our uh, friend and uh, past and future guest mm, Allison Oberg to go see a movie <gasps> oh. film together in a theater, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to go see Megan, <gasps> stylized as M three Gan. Gan. Yep. Uh, I I imagine you you have seen like a trailer. I've seen for, a trailer. Megan. Uh-huh. Okay, and it seems to be
0: pretty popular right now, like one of those kind of like weird movies. People are are just going to see to see what's up with it, you know? Yeah, I'll I'll just put it out on Front Street. I had a fucking
1: blast watching this movie. Uh, Like good to know the the last two movies I've seen in a theater uh, were Megan and uh, what was it? uh, Violent Night. The, the oh yeah murder santa movie both of them universal pictures mm-hmm. universal pictures what happens in them <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we're going for it uh and both of them were fucking bonkers nuts mm-hmm. but in the best possible way so much fucking fun and uh i mean the movie is what it is you know it's it's one of these things that uh plays on the idea of the uncanny the uncanny valley being so uh disturbing Mm -hmm. to look at and experience that it just kind of works so well in this movie where you got this robot with fake human face on and it's it you know turns murderous as people will see in the trailer Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it just adds to the unease of the whole thing it's very much like a uh, a, like a sci-fi kind of action movie especially toward the end okay. more than a horror movie but there are uh scarier moments you know there's there, i think there's maybe a jump scare too but it's like it's just fucking fun That's man awesome. like you just throw this on at at any time and, and watch it and enjoy yourself um Allison Williams is in it yeah mm-hmm. easter obviously yeah you know? it's a good time
0: to put it on for the kids <laughs> course, yeah. and stuff sure uh-huh mm-hmm. and yeah, grandmothers
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Set out an Easter basket, you know, make sure a, a
0: fake Megan head is inside of it. You know, my grandmother loved dolls. She used to uh, take old dolls and re- revive them and then uh, give them away mm-hmm. to children and uh, hospitals and mm-hmm. shit. Um, mm-hmm. She would have loved that movie, I bet. You know, right up her alley. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. She liked um, um, The Grapes of Wrath. Mm-hmm. So she would have loved this movie, I bet. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just mm-hmm. totally up for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh
1: I I was trying to build a, a joke in my head and I abandoned it. That's what that silence was. That's everyone heard it. Is what that was. Uh. So. Uh. But yeah, it, it was a fun movie. Cool, uh, I'm glad I saw it. Uh. You know, I I don't understand the the reticence of uh going to the theaters. Uh. At this point, you know, COVID's still a thing, but like uh it there was not many people there when we yeah, went so fair enough I didn't feel uh, unsafe or anything but uh but yeah man it was a lot of fun when it comes out on a streaming service check it out and uh have yourself a goddamn blast man
0: i'm excited for violent night and that one that sounds great
1: oh they're so good like i check itunes regularly now to see mm. when violent night is on sale uh-huh. and uh i'll probably end up buying it because it's that much fucking
0: fun that's awesome yeah it looks mm. uh it looks like a lot of fun i bet i'm gonna like that one too Mm-hmm. yeah well very cool man um so mm-hmm. i watched a movie that you had mentioned a while ago that i found on streaming and i decided to uh to finally give it a shot and that was clerks Three. Oh my god mm-hmm, indeed um interesting n- i do need you to remind me of your thoughts and feelings about it if you will. um uh uh well um
1: uh it was not good for most of it, but mm-hmm. uh, okay. I liked the approach of the end, even though um, it. Uh, you didn't like the end? Huh.
0: He, uh, hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to say this without he, spoiling anything. I know, anything, you can't you know? spoil anything. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And because I didn't know a whole lot going into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure what I can say to not spoil it. Maybe, you and I need yeah. to talk off air about it a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was uh, not a fan, not a big fan of it. OK. It wasn't yeah. for me. I um, I think what you had said previously was like Ke- some of Kevin Smith's newer movies, his newer humor mm-hmm. just doesn't really work for us a whole lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Yoga mm-hmm. Hosers. I'm just never going to see. It looks horrendous to me. Uh, but it has Nazi sausages in it. <laughs> yeah. There's just some jokes that I just don't get. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I knew Kevin Smith is kind of into this and he has some like NFTs and stuff. But there's mm-hmm. a whole like subplot about crypto and NFT kites and this. And I was just like, it felt so off the mark or just so like, I don't know. Not that he doesn't understand that what those really mm-hmm. are or how they work. I mean, he I think he's used them and made money with them, but i i'm just so annoyed by nfts and crypto shit yeah so mm-hmm. and i was just like kites like what it just does mm-hmm. i just don't it like does not land for me at all um there were some some funny parts some mm-hmm. uh, heartwarming parts um but yeah. overall again without spoiling it I don't understand what he's trying to say with this movie. <laughs> essentially, the idea is that Kevin Smith had a heart attack in real life. It kind of revived mm-hmm. his life. He's making movies. He wants to making more movies and stuff. He wants to be around his friends all the time. I get that. He transfers that to uh, to Randall's character in the movie where Randall has a heart attack at the quick stop and then decides to make a movie, which is essentially Clerks. And that's a cool idea overall but i also feel like kevin's already done that with zach and miri like he already kind of rehashed a bunch of people making a movie in their like coffee shop you know in their in their like one workplace or whatever and and kind of that idea of like how people get together and make an indie film and he did it so much better i i adore zach and miri make a porno and uh and this one just felt like a weird rehash of that in some ways but um also i f- i love clerks 2 i think clerks 2 is such a beautiful ending to those characters um, mm-hmm. where they kind of like end up rebuilding the quick stop and they're going to live there and like live their lives together, be friends and everything. And this one upturns that a lot. He, from what he's said about this movie, he wants people to know like your life is not over. You can always change it. You can do the thing. You can go make the movie. But at the end of the movie, it's a, it's more of like a downer. And mm-hmm. uh, part of it is like Dante's character goes through some weird shit. And the whole movie of like clerks is like Dante's Inferno. It's about him like living out hell through mm-hmm. a convenience store but Clerks 2 changes that and makes it where they're also living through hell in a, in a movies in a fast food restaurant but then it ends beautifully I thought and this one I'm like okay so he's just Dante's just back into his like hellish life again so part of me mm-hmm. feels like I'm missing the point of it all but I like these characters I wanted good things for them and I liked how Clerks 2 ended so well so at, at least in my head, canon I can make that my end and that's fine and I can just enjoy that movie mm-hmm. but also again i don't know if i can spoil anything with this i'm not sure what was known about it but you learn in the very beginning some things changed from the ending of clerks 2 drastically changed the happiness mm-hmm. of the ending of clerks 2 um that make everything kind of shitty in this one and uh, it was just a big fucking bummer to me like i yeah. just was bummed out by the movie essentially it had a mm-hmm. few moments that i liked but um, for the most part, I just, uh, I just don't understand what he's trying to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my feeling. Uh, I think what I said on the, uh,
1: whenever I talked about watching it is that I liked moments of this. Uh, but for the most part, I, I just wasn't that into mm-hmm. it. Uh, but I, I did like the, hmm, uh, again, I, I like the, uh, the, the big thing that happens toward the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the just, Berlin, some, right, oh, I'm the stuff, so sorry yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay (laughs) they go to oz right (laughs)
0: that'd be a good twist you know watch that it's a twist Mm -hmm. for sure
1: uh no i I like the 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 major thing that happens at the end uh it's just the some of the stuff that happens afterward uh Mm -hmm. and we can talk off air Mm -hmm. right 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 right. um that uh, it just i don't know it it feels like it overstays its welcome a little Mm -hmm. bit by the end yeah um but overall, I'm I'm glad that I, I watched it. Like I said, I'm a, a Kevin Smith fan. I'm still a Kevin uh, Smith fan, too. Totally. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's not he's not making anything like wildly offensive or whatever.
0: Not any more Like more than he usually does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess offensive to us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's still a uh, lot of uh, mouth talk in there, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. can be offensive of to some, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh I'm a big Kevin Smith fan overall and I I wish that he would do more in the Red State vein. I wish he would do another one mm-hmm. of those. Even Tusk is kind of that but weird, but Red State mm-hmm. was just fucking badass and uh I don't know. I saw his uh, that was going to be his like ending, you know, his his final mm-hmm. film or whatever for a while and then he just kept going and uh, there's hit or miss for me now, but at least I have the ones that I grew up on and stuff and that's still cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like maybe
1: there's not an overall uh cohesion of scenes Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i I feel like he he shoots a scene per day let's say but uh and that scene may be fine in and of itself Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really like fit together narratively with everything else And, and some of the the acting in the various scenes from various actors is kind of uh uh, not as good as other actors, I guess. That's
0: kind of on par for clerks mm-hmm. and it used to be charming to me, mm-hmm. but in this one, yeah, it was a little just more like, all right, I just, I'm just not into it. I think overall, yeah. mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. so the charm kind of left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was an unlucky charm. <laughs> yeah. Is what it was, yeah. um, do you still listen to his, you still listen to the fat man beyond, right? At least yeah. that mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still, yeah. Like I said, I still like Kevin, uh, I just don't know what he's trying to say with this one, and it just didn't didn't click with me. It, and fans are, like, divided. I think most fans really like it. Um, I was going on Reddit and trying to look at things, and there were a few people that I agreed with, uh, or that agreed with me, and that were saying, you know, some kind of thing you said, like the scenes didn't really fit together, just felt like little snippets mm-hmm. of things kind of shoved together, um, weird jokes here and there. Some people just didn't like how the story played out like I didn't, um, and how the ending goes and everything, but um other ones were like no i thought it was great it's you know a return to these characters all this stuff or whatever and uh i just i i, I don't know it just wasn't where i wanted it to go and uh mm-hmm. i think i i'd said this to one of my my other buddies I, I wish that clerks 2 was the ending i liked that ending mm-hmm. where they have the quick stop and then um You know, kind of live live their lives together, whatever. And I wish there would have been another another part two. I wish that was part three. I wish there was another part Mm. two where they could just have zany adventures. I guess that's like Clerks the animated series, but uh, (laughs) at least I have that still, you know, to end on. Um, But even that one, I read about and in my ending of that one the movie End of Clerks 2, this is kind of spoiler for that but it's been out for years it, they they rebuild the quick stop They're they're gonna live together it like fades out to black and white and i loved it it was like oh it's going back to clerks and everything um i read mm-hmm. he said that if you look at their faces they they look dejected at the end like they realize mm-hmm. they just locked themselves into that horrible life for the rest of their lives and it's supposed to be a downer ending part two and mm-hmm. i was like i've never read that that way and so even that movie, I'm like, just don't listen to him. I have my own canon. Yeah. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh I thought that was interesting at least. I'm not sure what all he yeah. said about it throughout time. But uh yeah. So this is uh, kind of a weird one for me, but yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Clerks 2 in well over a decade. So oh, right I can on. remember
1: how it ended and, and why mm-hmm. they were at the quick stop again. Um there's a character uh that uh I thought was going to be absent from this movie that does end up showing up, which was a surprise uh just because of the way uh
0: you know what never mind movie <laughs> <laughs> sure mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to the fake again cap. hard to talk about things uh-huh. that's boiling yeah. that. but anyway i feel like yeah. mm-hmm. i've beaten that enough uh do you have anything else uh no no we can just move on <gasps> oh my mm-hmm. god okay so i'm very excited for us to finally get to this fucking movie man uh as you said yeah. brent top gun maverick you and i had not seen it until this week we did not watch it before we did our podcast last week mm-hmm. yeah so let's get into it man um spoilers for this movie just out the gate Throw right? it out there. like yeah mm-hmm. uh we're gonna be
1: spoiling the shit out of this movie uh but it's been out for quite some time so hopefully everyone has seen it uh we both have and it uh, turns out we were both watching this movie on the same friday night didn't even realize it that was amazing Oh my God! Stephen we should have called. Point. I paused. I paused the movie. Mm-hmm. I looked outside. I stared directly <gasps> at the moon. I was like, "Wow." I was looking. You at think them. Steven is also looking at the moon? Yeah, and seeing this fucking werewolf <laughs> that's out there. Oh my I God! I was about to
0: say. I was just looking at it, being like, "Is there a werewolf up there right now?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many of them are up there?
1: Yeah. It was. It was just howling about cookie crisp. All right. <laughs> I get it. I mean, it's good. It's good. cereal for breakfast. Or uh, cookies for breakfast. Never mind. Sorry. Anyway. (coughs) Uh, What are we talking about? (laughs) Uh, No, I like I was saying earlier in this episode, uh, I I was a little bit hesitant as to how I would feel because, uh, yeah, I I, I was afraid the movie was going to be overhyped. I didn't get to see it when it came out in theaters uh, because I decided to fall down and Mm -hmm. um, hit my own little uh, cabin. Right. On on the floor of reality, and uh, so I didn't get to make it to theaters. Uh, However, I was very much looking forward to watching this movie regardless. Even if it was, like, only half as good as what I had heard. Right. I thought, hey, you know what? That's still in the plus column because I I regularly watch Trash. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: That still works. We just talked about some, yeah.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, Steven, uh, I'll just put it out there. Mm Mm-hmm. The hype is real, baby. I fucking love this movie. Oh my god. Okay, because I I, hated it. (laughs) No, no, no. The
0: clapping was just so we could have a confrontation. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, dude, I'm so glad to hear that. I fucking loved it. Yeah, I'm so into this movie. so fucking good. Oh my god, it's so, it delivers. It it was so good. Mm -hmm. It really was. Like DiGiorno. Maverick (laughs) delivers. (laughs) Is that how that works? Uh, I don't think so, but whatever. Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, that's what they say on the commercials. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Um, I haven't seen one in a while. I don't understand marketing. I know. Um, I I I couldn't believe they they pulled this off. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially like how many, like close to four decades after the first one came Crazy. out. Um, Tom Cruise is back, but uh, some of the other like supporting characters. Uh, you know, obviously Goose is gone. Mm. Charlie's not in this movie. Um, Iceman uh, is by a uh, a very sick Val Kilmer mm-hmm. in this movie, but They're so good to see head.
0: him. Oh my god, it's amazing! Yeah, yeah. They did a. I feel like they did a great job of bringing a sequel so many years after the fact, which is ridiculous. But um, I loved it because they didn't just rehash the first movie. They did a whole new mm-hmm. thing with yeah with characters that needed to bring back and ones they didn't. They didn't, and that was fine. And it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know, every little nod was a good one and they didn't overstay mm-hmm. their welcome and they didn't, I don't know they just really knocked it out of the park I was so excited to watch yeah. it, Amanda and I were watching it together and we both just fucking she immediately afterwards was like I want to watch that again right now uh, mm-hmm. We did not. Uh, we were supposed to watch it again today before the show, but she was out shopping. We didn't have time. But um, mm-hmm. honestly, I'd rather just leave the podcast right now and just go watch it again. Because the more we talk about it, I'm getting excited about it all over again. <laughs> not going to lie. We just, we just started. It's, well, okay. Well, I'm not going to leave. I'm just saying uh-huh. it's amazing. You know? Computer, enhance. <gasps> Steven.
1: Steven. I see the reflection
0: in your eyeballs. <laughs> I'm not watching it right now. <laughs> With both eyes. Anyway, um, both, yeah. I wanted to go through the cast list a little bit. As you mentioned, some of the people are back, Please. some are not. So uh, first off, directed by Joseph Kaczynski. was super excited to see him direct this. I really like that guy a lot. Uh, he did Tron Legacy. What? Oh, okay. Oblivion, yeah. another Tom Cruise sci-fi movie. Do you remember that one from 2013? I, I didn't see it, but I, I, I recognize the watch uh, cover it. art on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's not my favorite, but it's yeah. gorgeous. I watch it literally just because it's gorgeous. Uh, mm-hmm. and his effects are always stellar. That's one of the things I was really excited for this. Um, he did, uh, another movie called only the brave, um, uh, which I haven't seen yet. And then, um, he has a movie, I think on Netflix starring, uh, uh as well. The, uh, what's his name, uh, from this movie. Mm-hmm. you got it anyway uh, he did a movie called Spiderhead that is like uh, it's got Chris Hemsworth in it and um, oh yeah okay. yeah it, it's like yeah. a not spy it's like a psychological thriller sort of thing whatever mm-hmm. and it's uh, also got Miles Teller in it so I've been intrigued by that but um, the three movies I've seen of his are just visually gorgeous and this one is, yeah. is right in line with that uh, mm-hmm. this was screenplay by Aaron Kruger er- uh, Eric <gasps> Warren Singer and Christopher McQuarrie aaron Kruger, uh who did the scream mm-hmm. 3 script notoriously bad so I, wow. i'm amazed this is as good as it is but i don't know who mm-hmm. eric warren singer is but christopher McQuarrie, he's the one involved with the the new mission impossible movies that makes total sense um mm-hmm. that he would be really good for this but um yeah do you think the the other writers asked aaron
1: Kruger why that scream 3 script was so bad i hope so and he was like i did a lot of coke bitch <laughs> He, yeah he might of have
0: okay because of that era so. you know mm-hmm, um yeah. and he was hanging out with some people he's he's mm-hmm. he's also done transformers revenge of the fallen dark of the moon and age of extinction so he's just got a lot of great stuff under his belt pedigree is what we exactly, call that biz, exactly exactly yeah. um <laughs> amazing stuff all right so we got uh tom cruise back as maverick val kilmer as iceman makes a, a fun cameo miles mm-hmm. teller as rooster who uh, I watched a trailer for this movie before we uh, got on the air as well. And I didn't I didn't pay a lot of attention to the Mm -hmm. marketing to this. I I remember thinking that someone was going to be Goose's son. But specifically, I went into this movie the other day, not knowing who was going to be his son or if he was going to be there. And in the trailer, there's a scene where he's like, my dad didn't trust you, blah, blah, blah. All right. My dad trusted you and he died and I should not trust you. And I was like, oh, was that known? Did you know going into this that Rooster was, and it makes sense. They're both birds, Rooster Goose. I didn't even mm-hmm. connect it though until I got, until they revealed that I was like, I was on board with the ride. I don't know. But did you, <laughs> well, did you I mean, know that's that? His, yeah, because that's his full
1: legal name in this movie is Rooster Goose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I should have known. It's right there. You should have known. Honestly, should've that's know. on you. I honestly you didn't notice, it. though. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jennifer Connelly, I've always had a huge crush on her. She's amazing Look, in this movie.
1: When I heard, because uh, after we did the show last time, I liked Charlie so much. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I, I wonder if she has like a cameo appearance or mm-hmm. whatever in, in, in this one. And uh, I found out she didn't. I thought, oh, well, who's a love interest? So Jennifer Connelly, I said, well, <laughs> uh,
0: let's shake hands, Hollywood. I think uh, we can make uh, this work. It's going to be know? okay. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. Mm, and yeah. I noticed rewatching Top Gun the other week that they mention her, Penny, Benjamin, the Admiral's daughter, because whenever, oh. whenever uh, I think it's the song when he's about to sing to Charlie at the bar, uh, Goose mentions something about like, oh, it's not like the Admiral's daughter. And he's like, no, not like Penny or whatever. So she's even like, wow. she's like, come back. This is like a character we never saw. But that he dated or whatever, um, so I thought that was really wow, fun. Awesome. It kind of makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, John Ham as uh, kind of like the the guy who's bringing uh, Maverick in to, to sexy do back. The, he's yeah. Well, man, have mm-hmm. you seen John's mm-hmm. hams? <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Um, fucking Glenn Powell as Hangman. I love that dude. You know uh, anything else that he's in? You ever seen him in anything? Yeah, he looks like. Eight different actors Rolled into one I totally one, buy that And they're all handsome you Right know? Uh, Yeah And a lot of these dudes Again uh, I'm not gonna lie the, the 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 beach scene They do a Like a beach football scene In this one Instead of the volleyball <laughs> yeah. They can all get yeah. it man Jesus Christ mm-hmm. Him Miles Teller uh, Some of the other bros mm-hmm. I don't know uh, They've got like 19 packs it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, muscles I've never even knew I never even knew existed. Um, mm-hmm. But this guy, uh, I I knew him, Glenn Powell from um, Everybody Wants Some, which is uh, Richard Linklater's oh, movie. Oh yeah, uh, where he's mm-hmm. it's like the eighties. He's got like long hair and a mustache, uh, but like a dirty mustache, you know. Um, mm. And he's really funny. Um, he's also in a movie called Set It Up. Um, it's kind of like a cheesy rom com thing, but it has Zoe Duich, and I really like her as well. So um, mm-hmm. well, I was so glad to see him in this. Um, Bob whose uh call name is or call sign is Bob, uh, is Lewis Pullman. Mm-hmm. I mentioned him recently. That's that's Bill Pullman's son. He was in uh Bad Times mm-hmm. of the El Real. So I was really glad to see him again because mm-hmm. I just saw him in a movie. So that was fun. Uh really mm-hmm. like him. Ed Harris is in this for a little bit in the beginning. Yeah. Uh Monica Barbero as Phoenix. Um I like in the modern yeah. day mm-hmm. there's there's uh female um like i'm trying to not i almost said flight attendants good god uh, wow. <laughs> uh naval aviators is the word i'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and she was amazing she was one of my favorite characters amanda and i kept uh, remarking about her um i didn't know her from anything i looked her up mm-hmm. she was in a, a a viral short from a few years ago that i just showed amanda the other day called uh it's called like the uh it's not about the nail have you ever seen this? It's about a no. woman with a nail in her head, and it's about how—oh my god! <laughs> it's a what stupid fuck? fucking thing. It's like a college humor thing from years ago, mm-hmm. where she's like, it's like a woman trying to explain to a man that he's like he's like trying to help like solve her problems for her, and she's like, it's not about mm-hmm. the nail. I don't want to talk about the nail. I just want to talk about like my feelings about it. And he's like, but seriously, there's a nail in your head. If you just took the nail out, she's like, <laughs> you keep bringing up the nail. And it's, like, this really, like, silly, like, I don't know, couples comedy or whatever. Um, So it was fun to see her, like, in an actual role. Um, Who else? Uh, There's a bunch of other people. I don't really know a lot of these names. Mm -hmm. But uh, a bunch of young, up-and-coming actors. I liked everybody in this movie. Uh, Every single person felt so naturalistic Mm -hmm. and wonderful. Just everything about this movie was great. So uh, that's pretty much all all the people in there. So there you go. Uh, going back to the talk of trailers, I remember seeing
1: the teaser, and that was uh, in late 2019, uh, I believe is when we had mentioned that trailer wow. on the podcast. Wow, that's crazy. And that it, it said, you know, coming out in 2020, and uh, reality said, uh-uh, puppy, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think so. And sure enough, uh, COVID happened, so it obviously got delayed, didn't come out till last year in 2022. And uh, I, at a certain point, like, because of COVID, they kept like putting off the release date for the actual trailer. So it took forever. Mm. So by the time like all these different movie trailers were coming out, even movies I would have normally been excited for, I was just like, yep. Yeah, right. It's a movie trailer. <laughs> Who knows if this movie will ever fucking come out? Who fucking cares? You know, it's so pessimistic, right. trailer pessimistic. Um. So I, I remember seeing it. I just don't remember the details of it. And that was before I rewatched. Top Gun, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, last year. And so I, I honestly didn't even care. I didn't have contacts for any of this stuff. So was not at all invested in it. Uh, but holy shit. Now I am. Right. And, um, I, I, I didn't remember. I, I remember that Miles Teller was playing goose's son, mm-hmm. but I, it was a surprise to me watching the movie that there was animosity between oh, okay. uh, rooster and Maverick. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh wow, that's awesome. Because Of course. But it played out so well, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It worked. It gives those two characters somewhere to go, Mm -hmm. you know, and shit to work. I I just, I just loved all the, the relationships between all the characters and when Mav goes to see Iceman and, uh, their interaction and, you know, because Val Kilmer is, is going through a, a thing in real life, they kind of incorporate that into the movie as well. Mm -hmm. And, and their conversation is like text-based essentially on Val Kilmer's right. side and eventually he does speak uh and then eventually he 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 dead, you know um yeah that's pretty sad I didn't expect that yeah, um me neither I was like oh good he's alive mm-hmm. in this reality and then just
0: like three scenes later uh-huh. right no nope. I I had read about him too because he has this documentary I think I mentioned it last time um called Val I haven't seen it yet So I think it's uh, an Amazon mm-hmm. Uh, exclusive, but, um, it's about like, you know, his whole career and everything, but then it leads into him having cancer and then his losing his voice. And I guess in 2021, he worked with the, a company that used AI and they used his old recordings from all his movies to create a voice, like a digital voice that he can use. And I read about it cause I, I thought, I thought he sounded different in the movie than he, I've heard him in that documentary or in other things and like interviews and um, apparently they didn't use that voice. He has one that sounds accurate to, I guess, what he used to sound like so that he can use that for future projects. But they decided they wanted him, you know, they they incorporated his real-life issues into the movie. So they used mm-hmm. his, his actual voice, which is really scratchy and gravelly, but they cleaned it up mm-hmm. a little bit for clarity. Um, but they wanted it to be really what he's like. Um, and I loved yeah. seeing him again. And uh, one thing Amanda and I talked about was I loved... In the first movie, they have competition, but I love how they end together and they support each other. And he's like, you can be my wingman mm-hmm. anytime. And the fact that he's been helping Maverick, like he knew he would be dangerous and pushing the envelope all these years, and he's been helping him stay mm-hmm. stick around because he knows how important he is. I love that dynamic in this so much. And their yeah. relationship so much that he calls him ice all the time now. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just so beautiful to see them together after all these years. That was one of the people coming back that i was so happy they did that you know mhm it was amazing yeah me too me too um i i i guess
1: if we just like start at the beginning mm-hmm. like i was surprised to see that this movie essentially has the same beginning as the original top I love gun it. like uh, we have like the 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 Top Gun score over like people like uh, I don't want to say employees, but like I know what uh, do you call them in the Navy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like they're they have like uh, light up things and they're like moving ropes uh-huh. around and they uh, mm-hmm. I don't know they're like directing uh, traffic. The the ones that are kind of just like on the ship
1: but just like standing there staring uh, the 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 naval gazers you know all of them that are they're on the ship like working uh-huh. um you know you've got that theme over it and then like as soon as the jets take off and you know it's it's fucking kenny Loggins again i was like man i, I could feel the like hairs uh. on my arm stand up because i was just like oh we're just fucking going for right. it to hell oh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm in already you know
0: they didn't take much to get me they there nailed the nostalgia so well the the, the yeah. beautiful golden look to a lot of the movie just like top gun yeah. had oh my god it was like perfect and it, it wasn't overdone and it was kind of different it wasn't mm-hmm. i don't know it wasn't a rehash again it was just like a beautiful sequel that they really just nailed Love yeah it. and at the very end the last
1: thing you see before it you know cuts to the credits proper is it says oh uh, my god. In
0: memory of tony scott you're gonna get me right it like, now oh, man god damn it <laughs> when that fucking hit that movie the whole movie is such it's an adrenaline yeah. ride but it's like emotional and it's just you're happy and you're excited and yeah. then that hit i almost, i i already towards the end i'm gonna go ahead and say it now i cried twice mm. during this movie oh my god briefly mm. uh mm. i'm a man obviously it's <laughs> stupid i'm sorry <laughs> No, but for movies, it is hard for me to, like, cry. I tear up sometimes. You're, you're standing there in your tiny whiteies. <laughs> I tear up, uh, and I did uh, it twice at the end of this movie, and I'd already mm-hmm. done that, and then they did the, like, for Tony Scott, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, my heart dropped. Oh, my God, it was so sad but beautiful. Uh you just screamed no and you ran and jumped out the window
1: in your living room not today crying not today tears oh my god uh, but i i did think this movie uh like you were saying it's it's uh it's its own thing but also it does pay homage right. to the original movie and uh without like it it rhymes more than yeah it, that's a good way it, about it uh uh it Mimics copies yeah. Uh it's like a direct copy of it. Um, for sure. So I like that quite a bit. Yeah,
0: absolutely, man.
1: Um, so uh also at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh Tom Cruise he he flies in that <sighs> it's like an experimental jet right. or whatever Looks it is. It's fucking amazing. And he wants to get up to Mach 10. Mm-hmm. And uh my wife watches this this show called Scorpion. It's on yeah, uh, CBS it's on like Paramount Plus, whatever. I think it's it's no longer airing, but on the show every episode it's like a procedural essentially right so it's like a, a think tank mm-hmm. uh, group of nerds that have to help the FBI like stop these like disasters from happening and every episode is somebody yelling out uh either measurements or distance or weight or something mm-hmm. like that and so like if there's a missile g- being fired at uh the mainland they're like uh it's 14 kilometers and then as it gets closer it's like eight kilometers <laughs> uh-huh. they're like 24 feet you know like they're constantly <laughs> yelling out this shit and it works so much better in this movie where you just have a gauge that you could st- oh yeah. tick up easy you know and they don't make it so obvious in that way like it's it's obvious but it's also like not intrusive to just see that right. information on screen um, and it, it makes it like tense. It makes you no know, sense, it exactly. Of the, uh, it, it's at the beginning of the movie. You know, Tom Cruise is going to be fine because we still have an hour and 58 minutes left in this fucking movie. What if thing. he was the goose of this but-
0: movie? <laughs> <laughs> they call it Maverick, but he dies in the first <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: the, the rest of it's just a memoriam <laughs> for him.
0: Wow, that would have been amazing yeah yeah but Um, it's still like they they're able to and you feel like tom cruise is gonna make it through the whole movie i don't know i i didn't really expect him to die whenever he had different moments that he could have died Mm -hmm. um just because he's tom cruise right but uh but the tension is there the whole time like you just and you're just so enveloped in the movie that you just go along with it all like it's just you're just sold you know yeah
1: and and it's it's not that I guess I'm not, like, trying to think ahead, like, oh, it's, you know, it's Tom Cruise. Obviously, he's going to survive this. Like, I'm invested right. in that exact moment. I'm not trying to outthink the movie. I'm just, like, there during it. And it's more a case of, oh, how's my guy going to get out of this? You totally. know, like, there, there are different instances where that's the case. And, you know, even when he's trying to get to Mach 10, I'm thinking, as it's, you know, counting up to, like, 9.8, 9.9 or whatever. And he's really, like, trying to push this machine to, to go as fast as it can. And by this time, Ed Harris or yeah, Ed Harris, has shown up at the base and is, is like jumping up their asses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's already up there. He's fucking going for it. Right. He finally gets to 10 and it's like a little victory. I'm like, oh, what a relief. This is great. He got to Mach 10. His plane isn't falling apart. This is great. And then
0: he fucking pushes it further. He's maverick, man. Know? Went too far. Oh, but it's so perfect, right? When he starts, really and is, his yeah. friend it, is like, "Don't do it." Yeah, and you mm-hmm. know he's gonna do it. Ugh. I love it. Yeah, yeah, he did it, and he fucked it up. I and know. Then he shows up at that
1: diner, <laughs> and he's like, "Where am I?" And the little kid's like, "Earth."
0: <laughs> it was such a good joke. It reminded me of like Back to yeah. the Future or something, you know, or like yes, uh, that little yeah. like, kid wonder or whatever. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And I wanted to mention too when I was looking up stuff about this movie that that plane is is fake, but they worked mm. with the actual company. That like uh, designs airplanes, like experimental aircraft oh, for yeah. the military mm-hmm. right now. So they they didn't use any actual designs, but they they used the company to build like a, a life-size version of what one could be. And it just looked fucking oh, wow. stellar. And the yeah. scenes of it flying, uh, I, like it's not a real plane. So I, I learned through some of this like uh, as well towards the end, which we'll talk about the, uh, the F-14 that mm-hmm. they fly, which is the, the original plane from Top Gun. They don't have any of those anymore. The only ones available in the world are in Iran, and they couldn't use them because of sanctions. Mm-hmm. They got that one that they used from like the the San Diego like Air and Space Museum, but it can't fly. There's no engines in it, so everything in that ending and everything in that beginning is all CGI, and it's mm-hmm. flawless. Like that's what I love about <laughs> Kaczynski's work, and obviously he didn't mm-hmm. do the special effects, but his work, you know, that that leads that charge. Um, i would never have known that everything wasn't just practical because they they touted that so much that they used the you know practical effects in the in the cockpits and stuff and it it all looks like that beginning scene with the the horizon and the sunset and everything it's just fucking gorgeous the whole movie's gorgeous because of that recent Netflix documentary I watched, I was
1: hoping there'd be a point toward the end of the movie where they find themselves without a plane, and they're like, what are we going to do? And then Tom Cruise pulls out an envelope full of, like, seven million Pepsi points. <laughs> <laughs> he mails it in. Where's my job? have a bitch? plan.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> good shit man
1: uh, but uh but yeah man i thought ed harris and john ham both mm-hmm. uh were great foils for right. maverick in this movie they just have this like look to them where i'm like oh yeah they look like hard-ass mm-hmm. military guys which is so weird because john ham you know he's in mad men i didn't i didn't watch that show but i understand how like serious and like dramatic right, right. it was but like He's on comedy bang bang mm. uh, every once mm-hmm. in a while. Like, he, he's a really like, jovial and funny dude. He's the new he's a good improviser as well. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a funny guy. That's like my primary touchstone right. for him. So, like, when I see him in the serious role, I'm like, oh, damn, he can act. I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, he's been doing this for over a,
0: a decade, you know? Right. He's, he's um, always great. Yeah. I didn't know he was, uh, in uh, but this I saw was awesome. until I saw him. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. I, I totally forgot. I really left the trailers behind, like you said, like so many years ago, uh, that I had kind of forgotten a lot of things. If I ever knew them, um, mm-hmm. I certainly forgot about it. Um, I always loved Ed Harris as well. I didn't know he was in this, and he's not in it a ton. He's mm-hmm. just that that first guy. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. it, uh, again, another scene that I love is when Tom Cruise is taking off in the airplane, and it goes above Ed Harris, and the wind blows the roof. Off of that little guard building. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so cool-looking. Um, there's just, again, like Top Gun, this movie's fucking cool. It's just exudes yeah. cool. Tom Cruise. <sighs> Bless Zeno. He's, Zeno, he's a fucking movie star. And he's so charming <laughs> he in is. this goddamn movie, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesus Christ, like, he's he's great. Yeah. It's hard to, hard to deny uh, it. It's so... <sighs> It has to be so weird
1: for, like, Tom Cruise and, and uh, you know, the filmmakers, the cast, all to know. You know, they're watching dailies. Maybe they saw an early screening of this leading up to it coming out in, like, early, early 2020. Knowing how fucking awesome it mm-hmm. is. And then COVID happens. And they're like, oh, well, we'll release it. And, you know, we'll, we'll bump it back, like, a few Someday. months. But otherwise. And then it's just, like, years have right? gone by. And they're just sitting on this... <laughs> truckload of <laughs> badassery and and they're just just, they're just like sitting there and like we i swear to you this movie is good it right. will be worth it I by know. the time it comes and it out really
0: delivered but uh yeah, yeah it just took a while to get there man they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you keep mentioning uh, the the music and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to say that uh, the score I I kind of liked. I didn't really. I mean, they uh, the themes that they brought back from Top Gun, I really liked. But uh, the the old music they used, like Danger Zone, and then some of the new music, uh, Lady Gaga's new song mm-hmm. for this, uh, Hold My Hand. Which is like an old school sort of uh, theme for a movie, which we don't get very, you know, very much anymore, ever anymore. Uh, I really liked, uh, but they specifically, I wanted to mention, they brought back Harold Faltermeyer, who was the original um, composer for that movie. He had retired years ago, and he came out of retirement to do Cop Out for Kevin Smith. Who we've mentioned today already? <laughs> um, wow! Right, he came okay. out because Cop Out is like a Beverly Hills Cop, right? It's like a throwback to those buddy comedies, yeah. buddy cop comedies from the '80s, and he was able to get him out of retirement for it. And it's a great score for Cop Out. It's amazing, even if that movie is just like okay to me. Uh, it's great. Uh, but he came back for this. He also uh, worked with Hans Zimmer, Lauren Balf, who I guess is a Hans Zimmer like protege, and then Lady Gaga was a producer on the score mm. itself, which I thought was interesting. So uh, I'm not sure Do what she think- worked on with it, but. Up. Do you think Lauren Balf uh, also
1: likes to eat cats?
0: Maybe. Uh
1: like elf. <laughs> check 1 2, 1 2. Check. Check 1 2.
0: Um but yeah, yeah I thought it was really well done and uh and I, I don't know, it just, it gets, it, it strikes at the vibe that they're going for again. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they got him, like Kevin Smith was able to get him out of retirement years ago, but just for like one movie and he hasn't done anything else, uh, like scores again since then. And they were able to bring him back for some of this and his themes are mm-hmm. so amazing. Uh, and for the most part, that's what I, I mostly heard throughout this, uh, that they brought back mm-hmm. and it just strikes this, this tone, this chord, whatever, when you're watching the movie, it's just so perfect and it, it's nostalgic, but, yeah. uh. I don't feel patriotic with this movie. We kind of talked about last time like the military, you know, Mm -hmm. involvement in this movie and and people like signing up more for it. I don't I don't really feel like I want to be in the military after it. I definitely want to be a fighter pilot. It seems fucking cool.
1: You know, yeah i i don't feel any type of like pro america any anything yeah. from this but there is something that's communally like yeah hey we as humans of planet earth all fucking like top gun right yeah it's fun right but the enemies i don't know
0: not i love us. they did that again right they don't mention it <laughs> yeah. they're like here's a mountain yeah. with a and they have uranium in there we're going to blow it up mm-hmm. and they you never talk about who it is i fucking the, love yeah. that i yeah don't need the, it let's keep that going for forever like just un unseen
1: enemies absolutely right. any fucking time of the day um yeah like the the beach volleyball scene mm-hmm. uh they have that one republic song um right it's like is it, i'm not worried something, something is, like that yeah yeah. yeah. called something and it was like yeah made for this uh, as well yeah i i remember i've heard that song on the radio hmm. I guess I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't know that it was made for this movie, but I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I looked at Brandy. I was like, uh, is this, is this the Jonas Brothers? Who is this? <laughs> and she said, no, I don't know who it is. So I had to use Shazam to, uh, to figure out what it was. <sighs> Turned out I summoned Black Adam. I said, get the fuck out of here. Somebody got tired of this. <laughs> I can, I cannot smell what you're cooking. Get out. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so it was, it was One Republic and I, I had no I, idea. I like uh, quite a few One Republic songs, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to add this one to the list. Oh, um, I loved it. Yeah, it's great. You, you may not know this about me, but I love a pop song with a whistle in it. Oh, oh my okay. God. It's so delightful. Uh, Fits in the Tantrums have a, a song mm-hmm. with whistling in it. And it's just, oh, my God. Like, oh, I, I love to hear a it all too. the time. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe once every couple of years, hey, pop music, throw out a whistle song. And they did. You know? they, they did. It and Brent. it was great. Like, at first I was like I don't this seems a little bit atonal. About 14 seconds later I was like never mind I'm all in. <laughs> I, I love this. You know, I'm not, I'm not even a person for sports, but uh you know a, a beach uh, beach beach volleyball scene with some whistling music over the top of it. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. I'm all in. And of course like uh Tom Cruise 60 years old out there shirtless, still in denim, don't worry, oh, yeah. they kept that continuity, you know, the conceptual continuity of wearing denim getting sweaty and and being shirtless you mm-hmm. know but have you seen his legs ever have we ever
0: seen his legs is that a thing
1: does he have their cgi hide? That, that was that was a little <laughs> bit of the cgi that was used for this you know uh
0: but like even even in his 60s you know he's he's got his fucking topless guns yeah. out oh yeah he looks good man um yeah. I that's another thing I wanted to mention. I'm I'm kind of obsessed with learning about people's actual ages in movies and like figuring out like, oh man, like I'm the age that he built the field in Field of Dreams. Like, what's that like mm-hmm. now that I'm like in my 30s, you know? Like what does that mean to me as the movie? Uh I was mm-hmm. very curious. I had said this last time with Top Gun that his mentor in that movie that Tom Cruise fulfills in this movie for the youngins, um Tom Skerritt. Uh okay so picture tom scarrett in top gun and picture tom cruise in top gun maverick okay what do you you know top you know tom cruise is 60 how old do you think tom scarrett was in that movie uh i gotta say 88 years old 88 years old you're right he was 53 Mm. what wow seven years younger than tom cruise is now (laughs) and he looks like he's 65 yeah it's crazy he's one year older than jennifer connelly is in this movie she's 52 oh and she looks like she's 30 years old fantastic Uh, she hasn't aged a day Uh, um i would not think she would ever aged except for the fact that she was actually like a teenager in some movies in the 80s like labyrinth and you can totally tell she was young and now she is slightly older but uh Mm -hmm. i thought that was that floored me how good tom cruise looks Mm -hmm. again I'm really thinking about the Scientology thing. <laughs> I think, you know, honestly,
1: it's, I don't have a religion at this point. <laughs> but, you know, like,
0: like this movie doesn't. This movie doesn't make me want to join the military. But <laughs> I am thinking we might about, be going clear. <laughs> we might be going clear. Is all I'm just saying. Um, Man, uh, I there's
1: there's no sign of gray hair for Tom Cruise or Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. in this movie, right? You know, and that could be you know, just movie uh, glitz and glam mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like maybe they have them dye their hair, but either way, like they're, they're, they just look good. Right. You know, um, I, I just cross the, yes, mm-hmm. I just crossed the four decade mark on this planet. And uh, sometimes I'll be watching a TV show. It will be like actors that still look like adult human beings. And they're like, yeah, i just turned 27 i was like what oh my god older than
0: than you (laughs) when you shot this and i still don't look your age what the fuck except for our grays right that's what it gets me Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing uh and they could dye their hair i don't know what maybe tom cruise has been you know bald and this is actually just a wig the whole time i don't know uh he did that lester grossman thing right or Les grossman or whatever from uh tropic thunder years ago maybe that's what he really looks like oh yeah you know (laughs) and he's just got plugs this whole time but he looks good Mm -hmm. with it um yeah yeah. and uh and all the other the youngins in this movie too man they just fulfill that same role like all Mm -hmm. val kilmer looks so fucking cool in the first one and then uh, all the guys in this Mm -hmm. one like match that you know that swagger uh it just kind of works so (laughs) Speaking of all the guys, uh, uh, Phoenix, uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, the,
1: the, the lady, na- naval, naval officer, aviator, What'd you call her? Mm-hmm. Naval? aviator, aviator.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. yeah, aviator, yeah, nailed it, um,
1: so, like you were saying, uh, there, there are women in the, uh, uh, the planes now, mm-hmm. um, just one, just one, on this <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, nobody like sexualizes her. No one's I like, love that too. You know, yeah, hitting yeah. on her. They're, they're, and and they all treat her with respect, like, oh no, she's a formidable good lord, I can't speak. Formidable pilot. Uh so she's I, I love that. It, yeah. Yes. It was never a case of like right. oh, you know, she she can't do it. She's a girl. Like I'm so tired of that trope and things. Like yep. and especially now, we don't we don't need to, to do that, you know.
0: Yeah, they bypassed everything, and they bypassed any kind of like sexual or like romantic relationship with her and the guys. Like she's just a capable person, like any of them. And it was so great to see her in that role. She was good. Yeah, the the beach volleyball
1: scene. I was so worried that she was going to see all these like shirtless hunks Mm. on the beach and like raise her eyebrows or lower her sunglasses, and there was going to be like a some sparks flying. But no, they never even got into it. And uh, I'm so glad for that. You know, we only. Had room for the one romance in this movie. and uh, uh, matter, yep, yeah totally, yeah. exactly. Yep. And uh, I love that Penny just shut his ass down like multiple oh times God. throughout the movie.
0: And they throw there's him outside.
1: Time, yeah.
0: I was like, did I ruin yeah. it?
1: Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did I ruin you what say? you were going to
0: say? You said <laughs> no, that was no, one just, time, okay. <laughs>
1: I, was, I was going to say that uh, there was one time that uh, we thought that she had ghosted him all together uh, mm-hmm. but then you know she she came back toward the end uh, just, just wearing the
0: shit out of those boyfriend jeans get out of here oh with my god, god so good uh, yeah. that scene where she throws him out of the bar the whole mm-hmm. vibe of that is so great uh, whenever Miles Teller comes in and starts singing Great Balls of Fire I was very excited right obviously that's yeah. a throwback to the first movie but it also kind of plays in the... It, it serves like two purposes. It's the actual Great Balls of Fire, like his dad saying. Mm-hmm. But it kind of... I thought it was going to be more like he was going to be serenading someone or mm-hmm. or whatever they were going to call that back. I kind of wanted that. And then I was glad mm-hmm. that I we didn't get that. And I was surprised. I liked that they didn't even... We didn't even really get to see the song that much. It became like this mm-hmm. sad moment of Maverick seeing it from outside and then her seeing yeah. him. Uh, but I am also very happy to report that when i was looking up the lady gaga music video i found that paramount pictures released that full great balls of fire scene as a song you can watch as a music video on youtube right now and it's that's awesome awesome they're all fucking into it it's so good i kind of like that you get both you don't have to have it in the Mm -hmm. movie but you get to see it because it's awesome and miles teller kills it it's awesome Yeah, Uh, and that's another one too that I thought was like a good callback, but not overstaying its bound. You know, it's it's time or whatever. So sure, sure, really, really. And that that brings me to my next note, uh, which is when he unplugs the
1: jukebox Mm -hmm. and then he goes and sits down at the piano and just starts playing and just starts belting out that song. Everybody uh, loves it. I would love to go. through that same scenario and like unplug a, a jukebox everybody be like all hey, right sit down at a piano
0: and just fucking eat shit <laughs> you know, <just> like, <laughs> 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 i don't know yeah, how yeah. to play guys never never tried before <laughs> don't know how to do this
1: <laughs> goodness gracious grapes are on fire
0: <laughs> what i don't think anybody has it lyrics? at all fella you know the lyrics? <laughs> yeah. um yeah uh it, and it's uh it just works. It just works in this movie, but it's one of those things in real life. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but for them, it feels like old friends getting back together. And they're like great balls of fire. feels like one of those songs that like everybody knows, like it just feels like timeless. And I love the fact that they still had that. Like in the eighties that that song wasn't out for, you know, it was out for a few decades, but now it's been like 80 years or some shit, you know, but it's like, it still holds that, uh, that amazing. And it's still such a great song. So
1: yeah, it's yeah.
0: iconic to the first movie, so right. I'm glad
1: they brought it back for this one. Um, also, Miles Teller, he he looked quite a bit like Goose. It worked in, uh, in this movie; mm-hmm. like it, it works so well. Like he was in that uh, Fantastic movie uh, oh my God, like back in right. was it 2015, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was 2015. Yeah, and uh, he. Like, I think he got in shape, but he looks like fucking jacked in this movie. Right. He's like taller than Tom Cruise, like Goose was. He's his hair's a little bit lighter. He's got the mustache like he looks like he could actually be Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. like progeny, you know? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys like I've I've liked him for years, his acting and, and the the looks of him and everything. But he mm-hmm. feels like one of those. that's like he's really coming to his own in his like 20s, I guess now. Mm-hmm. Um that like the older he's gotten uh he's just gotten better and better mm-hmm. and uh and he really looked the part in this one uh, that's another thing too like i don't <laughs> i really feel kind of almost dumb but it's like you said like i wanted to just go along with the story and i wasn't really paying attention to the trailers so the fact that he's rooster after goose and he has a mustache and he looks mm-hmm. kind of like anthony edwards and like all this i just didn't like follow that that's where they were like laying down you know but yeah. then once you see it all play out it works so well so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had heard too that, uh, what was his name, Glenn Howell? Was that Glenn Powell, mm-hmm. um, the other guy, uh, Hangman, um, his part, Hangman's part, was smaller in the script, but he oh. auditioned for Rooster and they liked him so much from his audition that they they cast him as like the Iceman kind of dude uh, oh, and wow. then expanded yeah. his role, which I was really happy about because uh, mm-hmm. I think he really fulfilled that need for that, so that swagger and that competition a little bit yeah. um but mm-hmm. still that that frilliness at the end a good mm-hmm. rhyming like you said without mm-hmm. being you know a rehash uh and and he was really great i think both of them yeah, were awesome he he was a great rival for rooster
1: i thought his rivalry was more personal like he he took it too far by you know talking about rooster's dad oh that yeah, was fucked up and whatnot like that was that was certainly more uh dramatic than what happened between iceman and, and maverick right but um yeah, I like that they eventually got to a, uh, uh, I guess like a,
0: they An found ex- respect for each other yeah, by yeah, the yeah. end of it, I I suppose. An acceptance, sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of fun too, like, I like the idea that they played on that, um, all these kids don't know how to dogfight, like, they were like, Maverick was kind of like the last dude that ever shot anybody down, like, yeah. they just don't do that anymore, we have drones, we like, we don't have those types of wars, uh, mm-hmm. anymore and we haven't for a while but the fact that he had done like he had done one before this guy or whatever and then mm-hmm. he gets like another one and he he is kind of like Iceman. he is one of the best and he is cocky for a reason because he's fucking good at it um mm-hmm. and i like how he gets to kind of play his role at the end when it got to that scene I, i'm just skipping ahead a little bit when when tom cruise and uh when maverick and, and rooster are flying back in the f-14 and they're out of everything you know um and they need to be saved a man and i were both like come on hangman come on hangman yeah. and when he shows up and it felt like not like we called it but we were just so excited that he was there you know yeah and he fucking right. just and just rolls in and saves the day and it's great yeah yeah i loved it and it, i understand it's like a deus ex
1: machina type of situation but you just are rooting for that team so hard right. that they're just like okay thank god you know, right like they they did have like i don't know i i, I that didn't really bother me at all you yeah, know I like know. It, yeah. it, it stands to reason that you would have other pilots standing by for that and oh somebody's in trouble you you're gonna send somebody else out for it so it didn't completely come out of the blue uh yeah but, yeah you know, they set it up like he was waiting last moment thing right, like right. It just ratchets up the tension so much that uh you see that missile undock from the, the enemy jet and it starts to take off and that's when the
0: oh. missile hits it and explodes. They ass. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so another thing I wanted to mention from, you know, bringing back on the old movie into this one that I did not expect was one of my favorite parts that I had mentioned that I didn't think anybody else really cared about except for me is, uh, the motorcycle that Tom Cruise rides. Oh my God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's, he's working on this, uh, this amazing old plane, a P 51 Mustang, It's a World War Two plane um, is the one that Tom Cruise is working on and then later on flies in the end. And it's a beautiful restoration. It's a beautiful plane. And uh, and then he he's going to leave and he see like there's a motorcycle or like a few of them and it has like a tarp over it. And I was like, oh, cool. He's going to have a new motorcycle. And he has the same motorcycle. Brent, I almost came in my pants. I was so (laughs) excited that he's just kept that for 36 years. Yeah. and he's still just driving around in this fucking awesome 80s motorcycle. I that's the that's the kind of stuff that I was like they 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 picked and 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 chose what they needed to uh to make it feel good and nostalgic, but uh that yeah. one for me, oh my god, I was like is this movie made specifically for me? Um mm-hmm. uh, man, I just it was great. Uh
1: yeah, it very much feels like the same character just like a few decades later right. in his life, you totally know, works. even though uh, he didn't like get promoted or anything. Yeah, beyond yeah. Was his, funny. his rank, you know, he's still a captain. Um, it, it, it still feels very much like Pete Mitchell, AKA Maverick. Who? Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Pete, Peter, Tom, Peter, Tom, you know, uh, Tommy, Matt Richard, Tommy Peets. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then Jennifer Connelly, also has a Porsche, like Charlie did, but a different Porsche. And I like that, too, as a little nod. Uh, and hers is also cool as hell. They don't really show it as much. I think it's, like, towards the end. It's, like, silver or something like that. Um, but it's also, like, a great body style and a Porsche that I've always liked. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. All right. So I wanted to talk, too, about the, uh, the flying scenes themselves. Because yeah. the first movie... The first movie has really good tension, and, and you can tell sort of like in the cockpit, you know, that it's... I, I don't know how they really shot it necessarily, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like, you know, they're really in the air uh, ever, I guess. It's always kind of like the camera's moving around, and they're like on a sc- screen or whatever, and then they show like real planes flying around. I knew that going into this one that Joseph Kaczynski was really about them filming like in the cockpits themselves. The actors had to like, I guess, like start the cameras themselves because of the way it worked, and like they're the only ones there. And they mm-hmm. did these like real flying scenes um but i didn't expect to uh i don't know why i didn't expect or maybe i was just still blown away even my expectations were high i was still blown away by how amazing the aerial choreography was oh my god um, yeah. specifically the scene where i think it's the very first time that they're going in a like they're training dogfights with maverick and he flies up between two jets yeah right in between them and it just feels like uh, again like Tom Skerritt was and, and uh, some of the other older guys in the first movie where they're they're seasoned guys and they're fucking good and mm-hmm. you get to see them against the best of the best young cocky kids but they're still going to blow them away and, uh, and it just was so inventive and gorgeously shot and uh, yeah. it felt fast and uh, alive it felt Real, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I just thought the whole thing was beautiful and, and kinetic and, um, all the cool stuff they would do. Like, I don't know, like he would like air break and like go behind them and then shoot them down. Like it all just looked mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Like he's been the, one of the best in the world and he's just gotten better over the decades, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, and he's amazing. I really loved yeah, all but, of that.
1: But things weren't, uh, easy street for him, you know, like especially there at the end when they're, they're in the, the F 14 you know, it's it's an old uh, right. clunker. You know, it's 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 has really, been dee around dee the dee block dee 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 a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But um, you know, when he gets into that that dogfight with those two enemy planes, and he he mows down the one with its uh, machine guns, and then mm-hmm. the other one, he fires a missile at it when it gets in front of him. But it like does this break thing in the air, and it like spins around like kind oh, of Oh my god, it's so crazy. Yes, and uh, you would see planes where they have the like. I guess, like, air mist or some shit like that, like, coming off the top of them. It just looked spectacular, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I I I didn't know this director when I saw his name pop up on screen. Um, Have you
0: seen so Tron Legacy before?
1: No, no, oh, I haven't God. seen the, so uh, this is the a, first Tron. Your first,
0: your first Joseph Kaczynski movie. Yeah, this is the first one. Well, you're in for a treat. Obviously, like, I think you're blown away by it, you know. But, uh, yeah, he's got some uh, some other treats up his sleeve, so... Oh my God, sure. Steve! We might have to add the uh, the Tron movies to our <gasps> two parter list. Two parters, decades apart. Yep. Mm-hmm. I Tron Legacy. I really like. It's not. Per- it's not as good as this one. It's not perfect. Uh, Tron's not perfect though either, which is why I think I accept Tron Legacy for what it is, and I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Uh, visually though, it's just so intriguing and awesome. Um, and he he really does. I, I didn't reconnect that until you just said it really now that he does these like sequels like decades apart, but he can really like pull them together in such a great way. That's interesting.
1: Hmm. Yes. That was a clever observation on my part. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: but you're right. We should, uh, that should be part of our, our dual sequel sort of movies. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd, that'd be fun to one. do. Like kind of in and out. Aren't they supposed to make a third one? They just or announced, no? uh, they announced it like every few years I feel, but, uh, they did mm-hmm. again like just the other day, uh, with a new director, um, and I think it's Garrett Hedlund, isn't that movie? That's part of why it's like just okay. I think he's just kind of mm-hmm. okay. Um, but I think he's returning. And uh, Olivia Wilde is in uh, Tron Legacy. And mm-hmm. then uh, Jeff Bridges, obviously, you know, was in was in the original Tron, and he's in the new one. So I don't know if the the newest one though, yeah. But they've they've announced it for a while, and uh, I think they're they're finally moving forward with it, maybe. But, um. Tony Stark <laughs> built a Tron in a cave. <laughs> That was good. I didn't know you could do a draft bridges. <laughs> I
1: can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to, uh, the Iceman scene, uh, you know, it was very mm. touching and everything, but I was especially appreciative of him typing on his computer. We see the monitor and of course it's in dark mode. I knew you'd you like know? that. Oh I thought God, of you when I, I saw it. that. I pointed at the screen <laughs> and I said to my wife, she gets it.
0: Oh my God. He gets it i have to admit mm-hmm. it looks really good i i it does. i like i don't use it i've tried it That's looks better saying. to me sometimes but it's like i'm so used to the other way but mm-hmm. you're right it looks better and and uh cinematically mm-hmm. it looked way better as opposed to him just be like a regular white paged computer screen with like the blinking cursor you know Uh, Yeah. It just looked cool. So I'm just glad that he could type well, because if it were me, you would see that red
1: squiggle almost every fucking word, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Talk about cinematic. Yeah. I would just like type looking directly into Maverick's eyes, not even looking at the screen (laughs) and then like kind of doing this weird, like cocky smirk to him. And then he's got this perplexed look on his face. It's like, I don't. I literally don't understand what I you're talking Like, the aliens in Arrival communicated better than <laughs> you are right now. What is your deal? Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I, overall, this is like an emotional movie mm-hmm. that's wrapped in a dad movie, you know? Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it it, it kind of works across generations, I think, and, and, and across people. It's like it's like a universal picture without being u- made by universal pictures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm trying to get a gauge on the type of stuff that Paramount puts out. Uh, cause I, I'm, they just put out a, a variety of stuff. I'm still trying to like crack the code on it mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, do you feel like uh,
0: other movie studios do like, I always feel like they're all kind of all over the place. They're just trying to get money. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like yeah. they have kind of goals or, or trends or anything? I don't know. There's there's something about like when I go
1: to a movie theater, like when I I didn't quite know about Megan or mm. Violet Knight, but when I saw that fucking Universal logo <laughs> the, wrap around the globe, I was like, oh shit, it's gonna right. be one of these. It's like from the movie studio that brought you Fast and Furious. Here's oh, those, uh-huh. an angry Santa Claus, I guess, dude. I that makes sense. Know. Okay, I maybe Ludacris is in this. I don't know. <laughs> Luda? What? He's, he's not he's not but you know it's tyrese uh, no uh, unfortunately not he was he was busy filming morbius unfortunately <laughs> poor fella we don't hold that against him may he may he rest in power not that he's dead but you know I he's like, like, probably just like he's just very tired yeah uh, after that, getting I lambasted being in that. yeah
0: mm-hmm. um yeah so i do want to uh mention the uh the f14 again i guess towards the end the the whole the whole mission, I suppose, um, that they're gearing up for and they can't do. And then uh, Tom Cruise, you know, uh, at the last minute, shows them all he can do it even faster with that, like, on a first run, and he does this amazing thing. The whole yeah. plan is crazy. Um, it really ratchets up all the tension. I, I, Like I said earlier, I didn't ever expect him to really die. I was glad that he kind of tried to sacrifice himself for mm-hmm. for Goose's son, but I also liked how Rooster did it right back to him. And then they kind yeah. of argued about it, you know, when they were both mm-hmm. on the ground. Um, I, I was thinking about it again today, two days after watching it, when they, the, the fact that they don't really stay lost for very long, they've already blown up this runway and stuff, but they find a plane there and they're still able to get out. It felt almost like it could have been in different hands, uh, mm. kind of ham-fisted or like kind of stupid or whatever. John for, ham-fisted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, nailed it. <laughs> Yeah. You're on top of it man. That's uh, what he's into I hear, I guess. Huh? <laughs> but uh it worked though, right? Like mm-hmm. I loved all of it. it. It felt old school Hollywood in a way that we don't get a lot anymore either. Uh the whole thing does. Not just nostalgic, but it's like 80s movies could do certain things like action movies could just get away with stuff and we would just be like, "Well, the action's great and it was emotional and it was fun and exciting." And mm-hmm. and some movies today I feel like we have this like uh obsession to be realistic in some ways. And people reject whenever it's, like, fantastical or, like, people get out too easily. But in this, it's like, well, he's Tom Cruise. Like, what else is he going to do? He's going to get out of the situation. Mm. And the fact that they brought back, like, the planes from the original was really fun and, yeah. and cool to see again. And, like, how they went against the, the fifth-gen fighters and, like, you know, had to do their best. Um, it was just really, I don't know, old-school Hollywood in a way that I thought mm. was really great.
1: Yeah, and even though that plane was there for them to take... It's not that great of a plane like they Mm -hmm. they had struggles after they took it. You know, they had limited ammo. They had no communications. uh, They couldn't fly as, uh, I guess, fast or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like there were there were struggles the whole time. And that's what I appreciated from this. If this were a Vin Diesel or a Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie, the lead character would never lose a fight. He would never have any adversity he has to get over. And the thing that makes this movie, both movies, so special is that Maverick has these struggles, like both emotional and then like actual, like physical hurdles that he has to overcome that you root for him to, to do. And especially in this case, he's trying to navigate that route himself. And Mm. then he's trying to train this class of students to do it as well. And you can only teach someone so much they have to like follow through on their end right and it's just like the the amount of issues they have to overcome gets compounded when you know they have their their uh, window of time in order to pull this off shortened mm-hmm. and right yeah it's it's just one thing on top of another and then they get these uh they get themselves into situations where they're like, well fuck now what do we do you know and it's just kind of like peppered throughout this movie just so wonderfully Mm -hmm. that you're you're just like oh my god my guys are in this this pickle again
0: you know (laughs) but a different pickle like i liked Mm -hmm. that again not a rehash of the other movie i we had talked about last week whenever we we watched top gun that i didn't realize that they really set it up for the sequel that he at the end was like i want to go teach at top gun and I was like, oh, wow. So he's just going to be a professor there. Like, that's cool. Like, they're going to continue that. And then they start the movie and they're like, he lasted two months. He's doing something completely <laughs> different. But he goes back there. I thought yeah. it was going to be like, once it was like, this is Goose's son and stuff. I thought it was going to be like, it's the same thing. It's eight weeks of Top Gun school and he's a teacher there and mm-hmm. it's a new class and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's a whole other story. It's like, no, we're bringing back past graduates of Top Gun, the best of the best, to come back for a, an actual mission which is totally different. Like, they went on real missions in the first Top Gun movie, but mm-hmm. that wasn't the goal of the movie, the plot. That kind of was like an right. afterthought. Like, oh, we actually need you now when you've graduated. This is like a whole different thing. Uh, but he still gets to be there and teach it. And again, like, they, they haven't had dogfights. They ha- they don't have the same type of um, aerial missions that, th- that they've ever run. He's one of the only people alive that still does uh, know those things and i liked why they brought him back um and and again that val kilmer was the one that kind of helped him stick around and got him the job again you know and it was kind of funny though that we had just called attention to the fact like oh he's a teacher there at the end of the top at the top gun it's like nope he's not Mm -hmm. and they still did something different with it which surprised me so uh again yeah just uh i like that they brought in new things it's like i've always heard like a a sequel is like the hollywood joke whatever it's like given the same thing but different and that all too often in sequels plays out where you get the same thing. It's just like a slightly different version of the joke or a slightly different version of the plot of the mm-hmm. character and it just feels mm-hmm. like, well, I've already seen this movie. And they didn't do that. They they really made their own thing with this. And uh, and it's all the better for it. Yeah. A different pickle, you know? A different pickle. Um, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when I found out that... After they snake through that that canyon, they have to go up the the one side of the mountain, come back down, and then fire a couple of missiles into an air vent and then explode <laughs> a base underneath. I I wrote down, oh shit, this is just an Earth based Death Star run. It's pretty cool. I was cool there, so right? fucking excited yeah. because I was like, oh my god, they're gonna fucking do this shit. Right. And even though like the the areas where they were like practicing, y- you obviously they're not gonna practice in the actual like environment because that's that's the mission but they they were just kind of like zigzagging through the air and you know they had some like canyons in the in i guess california Uh or whatever they were flying through even that was exciting you know right it's fairly low stakes you're just like practicing or whatever but even still it's just like your adrenaline gets pumping you're so excited like it's not quite an old man coming out of retirement. You know, he was still doing that. He's still Uh like an ace pilot, but just being able to see him knock the dust off of those skills and, and relay how to train, you know, people coming up through the ranks, how to do that. I mean, that was, that's so fucking awesome, man.
0: Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really cool too. I noted that as well, that it's like, they can't practice there. They have to do, they can't even do this run. I don't think anybody but him ever successfully does it like on Mm -hmm. time and everything, but you don't even get to do it until the day. Like, and it's so such a crazy run and like the G's on their body and stuff. They talked about the G force and the, they have to invert to go over the first part of the mountain. And like, Mm -hmm. there's all this crazy shit going like uh, through all the canyons and they're like, so close to the ground like is ridiculous The bridge they're going through oh my god there's so much you just have to do it right (laughs) uh but yeah it's it's it was so cool like even the open air like you said just to see them practice it um i don't know it was uh they really sold the whole uh the speed of it the the thrill of it you know yeah the stakes um even whenever they're just practicing it and then whenever Mm. it actually plays out and you see them, like, pass underneath the SAMs, the the service air missiles, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, like, they're doing it. They're below that, the radar and stuff. And then they know afterwards they're going to be above that. And they all have to, like, fight their way out of there, like, just like they thought they would. It was, it was so exciting because you'd been training for it with them the whole time. And now you're yeah. on the mission, which they have never really done, any of these guys, any of these girls. And then yeah. they do it. It's amazing, you know? I was... I was curious why neither
1: Maverick nor Rooster had co-pilots with them. I was wondering if they just
0: never, they only ever show Bob ever that I noticed. Uh, And that was a big Uh, part of Top Gun though. Yeah,
1: it was, it was Bob. And then, uh, I think fan, was it fanboy? Uh, his, Mm -hmm. he had a co-pilot, I think. Mm -hmm.
0: I just didn't know if they uh, didn't, one of the other ones. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. They get shot down and there's no one with them. Yeah, you're right. I just kept thinking like, Tom Cruise didn't have one but I kept thinking like oh there's not showing the people behind them a lot but yeah you're right they really just didn't have them yeah and I thought it would be funny if like
1: the scene where Rooster and Maverick uh, find each other in that little snowy area in an unmarked country where they're like (laughs) it shows the two of them and then like the camera pans out and it's like a third guy and Tom Cruise is like who the fuck is that and he's like well, that's Gary. He's he's been here the whole fucking time. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. That would have been great. Where, Gary, where are your pants? And he just points back. I'm back there. <laughs> I, t- I shit him real good. Okay. All right. <laughs> I did notice some like little things with the the CGI here and there. Like nothing like real crazy but like the opening thing with the experimental plane uh like when it first takes off i thought like the cgi looked a little bit kind of meh uh, and lie. then like when they okay i take it back <laughs> uh and then
0: when they show I up i did anything s- yeah. when they show
1: up in the snow uh-huh. and they're on the ground there um it looked like they were on the sound stage just because mm. of the, the background and like some of the the way the snow was falling gotcha, and everything gotcha. but I, again i don't i i think most people don't even notice that shit you know yeah I mean, like, who fucking cares? Why yeah, even who bring it up? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Strike this from the record. I'm sorry. You know what? I just hear a lot of people like shitting on Marvel movies for like mm. the bad CGI, and I'm Marvel like, I get CGI. it, but... <sighs> Steven you're not listening to the same podcast I'm listening Uh-oh. to, evidently, because that's it's just like constantly people doing huh. that. But that's weird. Uh, I I don't know. Like sometimes you have a good CGI, sometimes not. Uh, I think everybody has shots here the movie. and there. You know? Yeah, I accept that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, but for the most part, this movie looks fucking spectacular and the, the characters and the action are
0: just so fucking good that I don't care most of the time. I'll tell you what, when I was looking up stuff about how that experimental plane and the F-14 are not really flying and I was like, oh my God, like they totally look like they're flying. Uh, they also mentioned that some of the jets that they used have single Mm -hmm. engines in real life, but in the movie they have to have double engines. So they just made them double engine planes. And wow. you would never be able to tell. And on one of them, apparently, or two different planes, whatever, they're like quad engines. And they are single hmm. engine planes, but they make them into quads on this. And the fact that they could do that today and like it looks like realistic, like I, I would challenge anybody to, to, to really look at that and be like, oh, it's not, you know, it doesn't look great or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's pretty stellar. So um, even with like little little misses here and there, that's going to happen, you know, but um, yeah. Yeah, clearly they, they, they spent the time you know and the, the effort to to make it as good as possible, and uh, I think for the most part it really sells. Speaking of little misses, uh, the scene where
1: Tom Cruise and uh, Penny go back to her house and they fuck. Um, oh yeah, and then he like has to it, she, the daughter comes home mm-hmm. so he's to escape out the window when he falls directly in front of the daughter <laughs> yeah. like who's in the kitchen yeah. she like sees him fall in the window <clears throat> i laughed out loud oh I was yeah. just, that's just so fucking funny and he just uh, kind of freezes like, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a deer in headlights but then the daughter's like don't break her heart right. again, or whatever like that was uh, a very sweet moment um, yeah yeah i like that it, it, it was funny that like I, I was kind of, like, tensed up and ready to wince for the uh, the sex scene or whatever. But, you know, I, I don't know if it's just because the actors are both over 50 years old. There's, like, zero sex scene. Like, it, I think it There's shows no them, tongue. like. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not even they, an extra they, tongue.
1: They kiss just, like, one mouth on top of another mouth and then, like, cut to, right. you know, post-coital, you know. <laughs> they just cut to a shot of the wet spot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pan back and they're just sitting next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Tom Cruise has a sham. Wow. He's taking to the sheets, you know, Spr- spraying it with
0: Febreze. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. To um, see, yeah. Her yeah. daughter comes home and she starts changing sheets. She's like, it yeah. smells like in here. It smells like sex in here. I got to get this. I got to that. it. <laughs>
1: um, oh God. Yeah. I, uh, I, I like this movie a lot. Me too, I just man. really do. I, I think there's just so like, fun. so much here, just like all throughout. Like the, I was never bored by it. Right. I think it's over two hours long, right? Yeah, it's like two um, hours and ten minutes or some shit. It didn't, it didn't feel like it. Right. I was, I was engrossed the whole time, man. Yeah. I, I was having a fucking blast. All yeah. Of it. Even, uh, even when, um, Iceman died, I was sad, but I was like, I was, I was in it, you know? Right. Like when we were at his funeral. And it made sense
0: yeah like absolutely. his wife had said like it came back and everything and mm-hmm. um yeah it's uh i was gonna i was trying to look up the box office for this because movie budgets are just so crazy to me um this this cost 170 million dollars to make which actually surprises me given mm. the the talent and the um i don't know amazing stuff in it or whatever uh that some marvel movies are like over that like, like spider-man's like 200 million dollars or whatever but this made 1.489 billion dollars Damn. Um, which is ridiculous. And I'm not even sure mm-hmm. if that's just like domestic. I assume that's like worldwide. But um, yeah, this movie was a juggernaut. I think everybody seemed to really like it last year. I, Like you said, like the hype was so high for this movie. And yeah. I didn't I didn't really feel like going into it that it wasn't going to deliver. Like you said, it's almost like if it was even half of that, it would still be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day like top gun it, I, I thought you and i both just thought was so much fun and it was so amazing and this i don't know if i which one i like more that one has such a nostalgia factor this one's still sure. new i've only seen it once but mm-hmm. um i i essentially hold them on par with each other i would say yeah and mm-hmm. it was just as exciting and i'm so thrilled that we'll have many more to come just like we did with top gun to watch mm-hmm. this you know as much as we can over the years so um mm-hmm. i thought it was wonderful I would highly recommend it to anybody and um yeah it was it was just great. Do you know if they're supposed to make a sequel to this? I, I was going to say since that it too. Did so well, or? Uh because of the 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 juggernaut status of it, I you would think mm-hmm. t- in today's Hollywood they would do that, but also in the 80s they would have done that and it shocks me that they mm-hmm. didn't. And I love that they didn't until now. And I kind of would love that they would just leave it alone again. Same. And never, and not even like 36 years from now, we'll have another sequel. Mm -hmm. Like just, this will be it. Like I don't need any more. Like this is a good point for our our little series here, of doing these movies Mm -hmm. that only have like two um, and not a trilogy, at least yet. You know, Uh, I don't need any more to this one. I didn't, I didn't need this one. Uh, Top Mm -hmm. Gun was perfectly fine by itself, but I also love that we have it. But I I hope they they leave it. I'm looking right now on the Wikipedia. It says that Miles Teller said that he had been pitching a sequel titled Top Gun Rooster uh, about his. (laughs) (laughs) his, But who'd star in that one, Miles? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'm hoping that that doesn't ever come to fruition, honestly. Um, I'm sure Mm -hmm. Miles Teller would be very excited about that, but. I don't think we need more than that, than this. You know, I, I like how it is. So, what about you? Would you want more of these, or do you like kind of kind of how it is?
1: Well, I didn't until you said there could potentially be a rooster <laughs> spinoff, and now I went Hollywood to
0: cockadoodle do
1: it. You know, <laughs> what
0: if he has a force ghost of goose? Uh huh. That's his wingman,
1: right? Oh my god, these could really be good. In this movie, when uh, Maverick kept, he, he said a couple of times, talk to me, Goose. And then at Ugh. a certain point, Rooster says, talk to me, Dad. I was mm. like, oh, my God. My God. What if, like, a separate plane showed up with Goose in it? It was like, I've been here the whole time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gary rips off his baskets with Goose the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He was never dead. It was a CIA, a CIA operation. Yeah. Wow. He faked his death um. so many years ago. And then he's yeah. like, Dad, you abandoned mm. me? You did this on purpose? Mom
1: died He he has one of those masks Like from Mission Impossible (laughs) Which also stars Tom Cruise (laughs) Because like when he got like raced into the plane He was just knocked out He was just knocked out He like gets in the plane Oh my god And then like uh, Whoever's in charge of uh, uh, Mission Impossible Mm -hmm. um, Charlie from Charlie's Angels (laughs) I don't know (laughs) Is in there (laughs) We have a mission for you
0: there's a mask on him uh, now I think we're selling ourselves in the sequel I, uh, I think so I think we yeah. should get together with uh, Miles as we call him mm-hmm. uh, you're you have a dog named Miles so you guys are already friends uh, I think of course I think yep. we could all know that and mm-hmm. uh, we should really re- sell him on this plot line I think this is really the gold <laughs> standard here working title top gun huh <laughs>
1: perfect can we do that it can we perfect. just like make a career out of pitching wild ideas to i wish movie executives you know <clears throat> money but please We'd be like super entertaining on the pitch you right. know like it's, the movie would never it's fucking all get grim made. on two pitches yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man uh well yeah. that's that's all the notes i had man what about you you got anything else No, I think we've covered everything. Uh, I mean, I I feel
1: like I could talk about this movie for forever, but uh, we just don't have that much time to edit is is
0: the case. That's true. And we're about to hit Mm -hmm. up. uh, We're about as long as the movie is now. So um, Mm -hmm. definitely, I hope people enjoyed this, but uh, certainly just go watch that movie as many times as you can. Uh, I certainly Mm -hmm. will be. And I'm really excited to watch it again. Before this, I said I watched the before this episode record, I I watched the trailer again, which I hadn't seen in years. Mm Uh and then we rewatched Lady Gaga's Hold My Hand video. Have you watched her music video for this? No. No. It's really good. It's like her in uh it's like near uh, she's like by that like that P1 uh P51 Mustang that he has like restoring and stuff. Uh and then her like on a Steinway like grand piano like on a runway with like planes flying around her and shit. It's mm-hmm. fucking epic. Uh, It's got that gold tones to it. It's like golden hour the entire time they filmed it. Uh, She is uh, just a a bona fide superstar as well. So um, I've been I've been saying for years that I wish like the Avengers movies would have that. Like we mentioned uh, Aerosmith earlier that I wish we would have those uh, those those kinds of theme songs. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like the last one I ever remember was Armageddon. And we just don't get those anymore. And I always loved them. And the fact that they did it with her with this movie is a a great pairing. And it's a great song. And uh, the video is just gorgeous. It shows a lot of the film again. So it was just able Mm -hmm. since I wasn't able to rewatch the movie before this, I was able to relive it that way a little bit. And it just made me want to watch it all over again. So uh, go check out that video as well, because it's great. That's fucking
1: awesome. Sometimes you watch music videos for um, for songs where you're like, oh, this does not hold up well. Like right. it's just like kind of oddly intercut movie scenes on this. You kind of just want to see the band or performer, you know. Right, right, right. Perform, <laughs> and it kind of gets in the way. But sometimes you, you hit them just right, and it's like, wow, this is a
0: nice merging of these two worlds, you know. This one works. I was curious who directed it, because um, it uses a lot of the same footage from the movie, obviously, so it's just gorgeous mm-hmm. in that way. But uh, it's Bradley editable. Cooper. <gasps> yeah. I believe it.
1: That's why he wants racket. End, like re- <laughs> he
0: reaches out his hand. He's like,
1: <laughs> "All you gotta do is trust me."
0: <laughs> That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so go check that out as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, listen to this over and over again, and watch the movie every time you watch the movie. Just listen to this again. So, yes, this was a commentary. Uh, I don't know if that was, we
1: made that clear. Uh, exactly. But we're gonna put the, this on the, the DVD. The, yeah, right. the first forty-five minutes to an hour of <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is them talking about other movies and soda. It's important. How's
0: the soda That's treating a, you still?
1: Is it you still like it? I, I like it. I really do. That's great, man. I, I'm I'm impressed with it. I'll have to look it up after the show and see what the fuck this flavor is because mm-hmm. it's it's driving me insane. But, yeah, uh, it's uh... man. I was already halfway
0: down that road. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad it worked out for you, though. It doesn't always, you know. We've had some white weird sodas for you on the show, so yeah. Uh, Well, as usual, you can rate and review us in your favorite podcast apps. All the info to contact us is in the show notes. Tell your friends so more people can find us and uh, keep listening because we got more coming up. Uh, Are we going to go ahead and announce next week? Uh, We might as well. Let's do it off the band aid. Go for it. Yeah. All right. So on the
1: the next episode of Let's Talk About Stuff 287, we're going to talk about uh, the 20. 20 film oh no uh, the 2020 <laughs> film knives out 2020 no it came out before then right no it was it was it came out
0: early i think oh, oh before I, No, i saw it in I november confident huh i saw it in november and it definitely wasn't covid year N- 2019 no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> the
1: 2019 film Knives out then <laughs> right. what was it like at the tail end of it was 2019? right at the tail I
0: remember because I was in Tulsa. I watched it with my brother uh, I was in Tulsa oh, okay. for like, the holiday it was either december or or Thanksgiving um mm-hmm. that i had seen it with him so' Cause it's like a cold oh. weather movie, you know yeah right i
1: I think we saw it in like January I think it was like shortly it was still in theaters mm. when we we saw it um
0: what's your birthday
1: uh, I don't know November to, uh twenty
0: Twenty. It came, November out, 2020. it came out November twenty twenty. It came out November twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. What? This is the day after. There you oh go. That's so what I'm saying. It was Thanksgiving. It was. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh um, my god. I did. I think this was the last movie I saw in theaters. Or uh, one of the. No, Rise of Skywalker might have come out right after that. I don't hmm. know. I have to look it up. It was one of the last movies I ever saw in a theater. Knives Out. Yeah. That's wild. Interesting. I didn't even think about how close it was to twenty twenty until you said it. That's crazy. That is crazy. Anyway, I don't know why we're saying this. I just
1: say the year that I saw a movie. That's go. how I That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we talked about Top Gun <laughs> 2023 last week.
0: And Top Gun 2023 <laughs> Maverick exactly. though. 100%. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. hopefully Top Gun Rooster and Top Gun, huh? <laughs> Double feature yeah. coming out twenty twenty five, baby. <laughs> it's a duology building to <laughs> a tetralogy. That's yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna do again. That one will be a trilogy and maybe more. Hopefully, more uh, throughout the time. But for right now, we got two movies in the Knives Out uh, canon. So we got Knives Out mm-hmm. and then Glass Onion. So we're gonna do Knives mm-hmm. Out next week and then uh, Glass Onion following. So, yes. Looking forward to that, man. I love both those mm-hmm. movies. So super excited to finally talk about it with you. I, too, am very much looking forward to talking about this movie film. You know what I just remembered? Because I was going to suggest that you do talk like Benoit Blanc the whole episode oh. next time. Um, yeah. I forgot we have not used our call signs, like, the whole rest of the show. We did that in the very beginning. We've never called each—I guess we don't really say a lot of our own names uh, right. or call each other throughout the thing. But uh, I'm certainly excited to use them at the end here, so— um, yes. Unfortunately, I did get rid of my script and I don't know what the hell to say. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> come back next week for Knives Out. That'll be a blast. And then the following for Glass Onion. And until next time, I'm Hedgehog. I'm Deuce. And let's talk later. So. To remember and be like am i hedgehog is that what we decided it's yeah. been so long yeah. since we talked about that
1: i really forgot Ooh. yeah i think i remember the same time that you did yeah. because i was like oh wait is this what and i, and I thought of ron Freeze. jeremy <laughs> <laughs> and, and i'm, I'm ron sweaty, jeremy cr- no no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god steven is self-filating he's uh, oh. self-filating well if he can yep eject
0: <laughs> eject <laughs>
1: One, two, three, record. Oh,
0: there it goes. Oh my God! Oh, that, that Becky, Look at her cunt. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to See, say I, my I, waveform looked like an airplane, and you just went a whole other way. You whoa! Just, okay. Mm-hmm. You you floored it to the crotch. <laughs> floored it to the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: this like the earliest who's have ever gotten to a potential show title? Damn. <laughs> I don't know where that takes, but shit. <laughs> yeah, it's you know? pretty great, though. Is it weird that Aerosmith is spelled A E R O and then Smith? Like, uh, shouldn't yeah. it be like A I R? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> does it make sense? But why is it Aerosmith? Like, what does Aerosmith even mean? Like, I only know of it as a band. Is it like Foo Fighters, where it doesn't really. Like. Well, I guess Foo Fighters has a separate connotation, right? Does it? Like, yeah. They're it was, fighting uh, food. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It was like a, a slang term for uh, enemy planes in World War One. or Oh, okay. Two, well, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense then, I guess. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So,
1: where Aerosmiths, is that like... where they fight the uh, food Fighters?
0: Were they fight... Oh, my God. Is that why it's all coming together? Wow. I never thought they both had like an, 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 a plane connotation to them. And look that's at that. It, it fits the movie theme today. It does fit wow. the movie theme. wow. Wow. <laughs> we've, wow. we've stumbled across it. <laughs> <laughs> you do make me think, though. I'm not really sure. I, it's one of those oh, band I'm, I'm names. Sorry. I'm I l- so sorry. <laughs> I to put that burden on you. It's too late for that, Brent. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, also, I never knew Aerosmith was from Boston. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, you knew that. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's where wow. they're honking
1: on Bobo, don't you know? <laughs>
0: I don't know why that was the voice <laughs> I went to, but that was not Boston at all, but even still. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those names that like feels so, I mean, it's, they've just always been around, you know, so I don't yeah. really think about it very much. And I like it because mm-hmm. it's the kind of different, um, kind of like the Beatles, the Aerosmiths. Yeah. It's like yeah. they just have a different spelling and they do their own thing, you know?
1: It wasn't until like late, late in my life. I was well into my mid twenties before I realized that the Beatles was spelled B E A. Mm. T L E S, mm-hmm. you know? And somebody was like, oh, it's because it's like, you know, like a drum beat. I was like,
0: uh. like oh my God, it's right there in front of my face. I, I thought <laughs> they just like bugs, you know? <laughs> See, to me, I found that, or I didn't realize it until uh, the movie That Thing You Do, because the band, they're they called The Wonders. Mm. But at first, one of them wants to spell it O N E. And they're like, yeah, yeah, mm. it looks like the O'Neaters. And he's like, no, no, yeah. no, the Wonders. Yeah, yeah, it looks like the O'Neaters. But he yeah. mentions it's because, like, the Beatles, and that's how I remember oh. learning about it. So You know what? I saw that movie when I was, like, 18. Mm-hmm.
1: But I guess I, I just purposely did not absorb the information <laughs> for the Beatles until later on. I remember we are like, from that part. Pumpkin. Yeah, it's like, oh, they, they, you know, this is a movie. You can't believe everything. You, you seen were, a movie?
0: You were enthralled with Liv Tyler. Daughter, Steven Tyler, Aerosmith, bringing it all back. Oh my wow. Oh, wow. 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 There's a lot of wows today. I apologize for that. But it's, sometimes it's just a wow kind of world.
1: It really is, you know? You flip that wow upside down, it's mom. What is mom? Mother nature. And sometimes you look at mother nature and you're like, what hmm. part of reality is mother nature? You look down, you see water, maybe dirt or whatever. You look ahead, trees, trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and also some dirt, maybe some mountains or whatever. You look up further, the sky. What's in the sky? An aeroplane.
0: I just thought air. And, I thought you're just going and with like, air. The
1: the the uh, the the aeroplane is is riding in the sky. It's a sky riding plane. <gasps> it's an Aerosmith, Stephen. Oh, <laughs> and he has a gun. It's an Aerosmith and Wesson. <laughs>
0: Wow, man, I didn't expect all of this kind of knowledge to be dropped today, you know? But you're really schooling me, and I hope you're schooling the uh, the listeners at home.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you just think about these things, and uh, it's just uh, it's right there, oh right there in God. front of you, you know? It's nice when you really just getting a getting a vibe, you know? Uh-huh, just sure. really, like, settle down deep into that couch where you're like, uh, yeah, dude, you yeah. <laughs> know? Hell yeah, dude. What does, like, Aerosmith even mean, bruh? And then he came out with this. Dude, like, Aerosmith? There should be, like, a fucking Water Johnson or something, dude. (laughs) Like, we're just gonna, like, pick parts of nature and then, like, a last name?
0: Yeah, dude. (laughs) My name's Dirt Jones.
1: (laughs) Oh, uh, my name Valley fucking Rutherford, dude. <laughs> wow, the band Valley in Rutherford.
0: Indeed. Yeah, it's a pretty good name.
1: Hi, I'm Valley <laughs> Rutherford. What's that? God, this show. <laughs> so fucking
0: stupid. <laughs> you know i like we say it
1: before uh we say it all the time really but like you know we we do the show for us and uh-huh. it's just a, a major benefit that other people listen to this
0: but i don't know why uh, yeah I, like, you know it's there's more there's, power to them uh, yeah you know certainly not to us i was trying to look up where the name aerosmith came up all during that but i was laughing too hard and i finally just had to give up on it it's a really That's long fine. Wikipedia article it's guys fine. just go look it up and tell us later okay like honestly, it's important that we don't know. I feel like you know? it's better we have our own explanations. That's all we yeah. really need, right? Yeah. Why is the with you.
1: band Aerosmith called Aerosmith? So they can fight the Foo Fighters? Duh, it's all right there. It's right in the. We should. It's the Wikipedia. Yeah, sure. Aerosmith predates Foo Fighters mm-hmm. by a couple of decades, maybe more. But like, I don't write the rules of reality, dude. You know. <laughs> What, do
0: you, what What even is time, man? Man, I'm just like, my eyelids are so heavy right now. <laughs> I want to point out to everybody that Brent is not a smoker. He's not smoking right now. He's been sipping on a straw this whole time. He's just been drinking yeah, a really I thick ju- milkshake. Like, the,
1: I... All right, I'm just going to level with everyone. I just under I just found out what straws are, really. And oh. uh, I, I'm unclear as to how they work, how to use them. You know how, like, some people, like, well into their their adult lives, they don't know how to whistle. And then Mm -hmm. someone tries to explain it to them. And they're just like, the words you're saying don't make sense to me. I don't understand. That's how it is for me in straws. Like they're like, put the straw in your mouth and then, you know, like suck on it. And it's, and it's just, it
0: doesn't, it doesn't do anything for Mm -hmm. me, you know?
1: Yeah. You suck too hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, you're, you're a turtle fan, you know, from Mm -hmm. Ninja Turtles to actual turtles. And I think turtles are afraid of straws as far as I understand how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you've been sticking away from them. I think for all these years, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you never, you, you just know, never learned.
1: And you know, for people who question that logic, go to a straw making
0: factory. Mm-hmm. Do you see
1: any turtles before you?
0: Yeah. Don't Mm-mm. That's just, you know um, mm-hmm. just, uh, snakes just snakes. because they built mm-hmm. straws to look like them. Yep. That's right. That's and why then when
1: scr- The factory workers <laughs> at the, you know, straw factory, Have to run the snakes off. Where do they go? Next door. To the airport. They get on the plane. (laughs) Go in the sky. Snakes on a plane. What? Aerosmith is there fighting the foos, you know? Oh, God. It all comes back to the sky, really, you know? It's all...
0: I feel like you've just been inspired by the movie today.
1: A little bit, you Mm -hmm. know?
0: Which is funny because Aerosmith has nothing to do with it. Like, out of all the great Mm -hmm. music on the soundtracks, they're not one of them but they yeah, could yeah that's been. weird
1: they were on the uh, the Armageddon soundtrack you know oh yeah like they went to the sky but like kind of beyond it you know mm-hmm mm-hmm do you think the first people that went out into like space like when they like really went out there they were like oh man I'm gonna like go out there I bet like, God's in his bathrobe <laughs> and she I can like poke up and see his tootsies and oh. they look up there and they're like oh it's just it's just outer space out it's just here. empty huh. That's weird. But there's the moon. I was, I was told the entire time that, mm-hmm. where's God? And they would just point directly up, and I went all the way up, and it wasn't there.
0: Have you... <laughs> <laughs> but have you also ever dug down to find
1: the devil? Uh, One time, when mm-hmm. I was making a sandcastle, I like dug a, a bucket pretty far down. It was yeah. probably like... I don't know, foot, foot and a half, something like oh that. Oh God, really? That's fine. Fa- that's yeah, really it felt a little <clears> warm <throat> down there. I was like, Oh God, I'm you're really right too him. close to this. Yeah. I'm just like, there he is. You know, <laughs> it was almost like, uh, the being directly above one of those, uh, trimmers from the movie. Uh, what do you call it? Trimmers. Mm, oh yeah. Mm hmm. love trimmers. Yeah.
0: Until they happen to you. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I would still accept it because Kevin Bacon. I mean, what a way to go, honestly, you know? If, can you even imagine, out of all the mm. different ways, we've almost <laughs> died in the past. uh uh-huh. You know, falling off of things. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, especially wounds.
1: if you got into a situation to where, it's almost like a movie, right? Like, you would make it all the way to the end. You find the, like, hive of those worms, right? Mm-hmm. And you have like a, a bomb, you're taken down there and like just before you can set it off, you get ate by one of those daggum trimmers, mm-hmm. right? And then when people talk about your death, they're you know, somebody asks, How'd Steven die? Somebody just looks at him and goes, Grub hub. You know? <laughs> he died doing what he loved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he Getting- delivering food got like shot up? No, 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 no. He went to the hub for the grubs.
0: Do you think that... um Have you heard... Elon Musk has a a company called The Boring Company, where their their whole plan is to dig tunnels.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> to dig tunnels. Do you think that they what? would do better? Yeah, there's a tunnel under, like, Las Vegas, I think. The idea is that there's tunnels... call I lost wages. <laughs> Just because you're, you're a gambling <laughs> addict. <laughs> but I can quit whenever I run out of money. <laughs> and my wife's money. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, it's a real thing there. It's like the tunnels. They're trying to put the cars down there. It's to alleviate traffic, but uh, it's a dumb ploy like a lot of Elon's things. But what I'm saying (laughs) is it cost a lot of money. He should have employed trimmers, graboids, as I call them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would have helped, I think, the the better situation. And plus, it would have helped. You know, I've never I've never actually met a graboid. I would definitely die by one if I could. But I imagine Mm -hmm. they have families, you know, they're just trying to do their take care of their kids and stuff. Of course, yeah. So, you know, you're really gonna think of everybody involved.
1: Is is Elon just like wildly concerned about parking his cars because he sent <laughs> one into space? He's trying to throw other ones <laughs> downstairs <laughs> under fucking Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, parking's at a premium now. <laughs> I mean, like I'm, I'm pretty sure he just like jets and helicopters mm-hmm. everywhere he needs to. So, hmm. you know, maybe relax on the parking structure, you know?
0: Yeah, and I feel like I, I feel like we're all kind of disappointed that the future that we have doesn't include any kind of jetpack. And so yeah. I feel like if you're going to work on anything, work on those. And he hasn't even done that. So it's like, what kind of billionaire are you anyway? Douche. Yeah. My God. <sighs> He's going to buy our podcast now and cancel us.
1: Jetpack, failure of the future. It's not supposed to be like an Aerosmith song, but it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 take a sip, take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that milkshake. I'm getting lightheaded. I'm just oh. way too
0: over oxygen. Too too yeah. Mm. Damn. So how about um how about uh jetpack trimmers? Jetpack trimmers. I don't know, it's nothing we said and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean yeah, we we said those words. We said know? those words though, exactly.
1: Uh, can we amend it to Jetpack Graboid? Oh, please. J- just to like be, to like, you know, respectful. Exactly. Yeah. I appreciate Perfect. that. All right, Perfect. good. All right, so Jetpack Graboid to sync on three. I don't think we've used that one before. Mm-mm. Probably not. Yeah, I just checked. Yeah, we have not. That's okay. good. Jetpack Graboid on three. One, two, three. Jet jetpack Graboid. graboid. <sighs> that was a
0: jetpack. <sighs> Flying. Oh, my God. You gotta show me your... Straw technique. I got it going on, man. I've been I've been sipping on straw since I was three years old. Hmm.
1: Hey Siri, remind me to convince Steven I have a straw attached to my pelvis. <laughs> later on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, mute. Gotta clear out the 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 snossages I ate earlier.
1: <laughs> they're You're good
0: like, man they're good don't knock them are those dog treats uh, maybe but fine they're good eh, alright don't even worry about it alright I, I feel like if I can feed my dog something I should be able to eat it okay yeah very true, true. otherwise why would I why would I feed it to her you know yeah which is mm-hmm. why I also eat full corn cobs straight down the throat no chewing just like she does oh yeah cleans her out from the inside
1: It helps with the toots I like to do one one in the mouth one in the butt you oh know? okay you go both sides yeah, you know how you have those like corn cob like exactly. holders? I imagine yeah, that. I do that with corn cobs. Oh, I misunderstood the terminology. The, you're the cob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is this a, is this a sexual? Thing? Is this a spit roast sort of situation? I, is know, your I, wife I don't evolved? even want to get into okay, it. Okay, we you don't know, have to. We it's just, just you know, it's your private don't time. Don't kink, shame me.